before I go to Stasis Lock, and I'm sorry. Dude, I'm glad to know that we're uh, we're last on your list of looks. Well, at least you're on the list. You know, who's I mean, not on the list though? That's true. That but true. I mean, that's true. I'll take anybody on to be honest. I'm actually going to try to do a, li- a transformer live tonight, so uh, talk live or whatever uh, for the TFCon this weekend. Dude, like, you're a busy guy, Tyler. Uh, I don't have anything else to do, Dakota. I'm mean, shit. That Tyler gets to go to, so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try to get one going. To you know, maybe think what people are gonna see at this year's Toronto. Try to get Chris on there. Who? Chris? Who? Bricks. Oh no, I'm good, man. Chris is coming to Toronto. I don't. I don't have anything. I ain't got nothing against Chris, and I, I don't know if he has anything against me, but we just, I don't know if we get along, man. We just, I mean, I, 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 you know, if, well, I went to NJCC and saw him, you know, and we said hey and everything, but I don't, I just don't think we have anything in common. I don't know. I just, you know, it just feels weird talking to him. So you collect everything. Like, he hates collecting everything. Yeah. Yes. I just, I I just feel he doesn't like me. So I just, you know, I try not to, uh, you know, engage with him. So Honestly, like, you know what I think it is? Anyone- I think he sees you as the Neo Chris, like the the uh, the negative Chris, the shattered glass Chris, the shattered gra- glass Chris. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he, he hates everything and collects nothing and doesn't want anything to do with anything. And you yeah. love collecting and want everything to do with everyone and love life. Chris is but watching this right now, and he's like, "You're absolutely seething." Right. <laughs> he's just, no, he's just like, <laughs> he's, he's, like he's he's so happy that all of his friends know him so well. Exactly. <laughs> That's the legacy uh, he's left behind. Just gotta oh. shave the beard and grow like a evil goatee, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. He gotta get rid of that man bun too. Uh no, I just you know, I have nothing against Chris. Like I said, I just don't think he likes me and we just really don't, you know, connect. You know, we're just two opposite people and I just you know, I I don't want to try to ask him on, you know, because I don't think he would come on anyway. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. fine. I think I think I think it's he would fine. come on and he would constantly refer to it as a uh, between two chugs. Yeah, and, I'm <laughs> and that's, like, that's why that's why you don't want him on. You don't want him renaming your stuff. Yeah. I, dude, I rebranded Mike and it really worked out. Speaking well, of rebranding, welcome everyone to uh, another episode of Around Thirty with Stasis Lock. Yay! <laughs> that might as well be what it is. I had everybody on except for Tom Tom. Yeah, he <laughs> gave you a nickname. Y'all besties already. Already. Tom Tom. Tom Tom. Oh, we're live. Holy shit, man. I thought we crap about somebody. And we were <laughs> <laughs> You're not even talking crap. It's just speaking the truth. Yeah, do, you forget, do you forget how this show works? It's true. I mean, I, like I said, I have nothing against the guy. He just, I don't when I, Yeah. I mean, when the time says we go live at six. We go live at six oh, yeah, or six. seven okay. for the for the other. Yeah, it's this time live all the time, no exceptions. That's something I did pick up from Chris, and I'm very grateful uh, for that. No matter what you're saying, the world's going to hear it. Oh, that's fine. I'm that's good. He, he hates me anyway, so it doesn't matter anyway. So oh, I'm, really oh my God. I'm not burning bridges anyway, so you know, we never had a bridge. Dude, I, I think up. I think I think I think if you would have actually hung out with you know the rest of everyone at TFCon instead of mm-hmm. uh, drinking oh. uh, champagne oh. with Robert D uh, all weekend long, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, dude, you were, you were, you're going out and eating no. uh, eating eating some uh, filet min min Robert D. Yeah. Listen, listen, Deluxe. If you when you go on Shattercast tonight, 
if Robert mm-hmm. D's on there, can you ask him if he saw the picture I tagged him in? I tagged him in this oh, picture where Jesus. someone took the entire line from Siege so far and made it a fan mode combiner. And I knew that he would want to see that. Uh, I think he responded to it. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. I didn't get it in the notification. Bobby, then it's Robert D. He didn't. didn't. Yeah. Okay, I'll ask him. Also, can you encourage him to start a YouTube channel so I can follow him? Uh, I ain't got time for that mess, man. (laughs) Dude, yes, he does. (laughs) He's too too hot. He's too, uh, you know. He's He's too busy making tomato sauce. Uh, he's too uh, he's too up in the high in the chain of you know oh my god i got a name for his channel the third party paralegal (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna say uh poorly lit with robert detolf (laughs) Detolf. (laughs) 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 no welcome to say luck everyone i'm your host primal sabbath and uh we're gonna run down our panel here tonight i've got mike where can people find you at you can find me everywhere as Angry Mike, or at least once a week behind that black couch of Dalton's. Ooh, <laughs> 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 looking back there like oh, dude, dude was looking for a couch too. He's like, where's it at? Dalton, uh, Dalton runs the nerd uh, casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody needs to make a meme of that. He'll sit on the couch and just look da- at <laughs> Dude, we, we have we have like all the all the good stuff here to to do it with. Dalton, where can people find you at, man? Uh, you can find me everywhere. Daltonian CFs running the casting couch. Ah, there it is. Uh, Pornhub.com slash Daltonians casting. Hey, Deluxe is getting his practice in. So, how many stages you got on that thing, man? Sorry, man. Dude, it's pleather. It doesn't stain. Oh, a little, scotch, little, little, little scotch guard. Oh, just who's it off? Just a... Who's it off? It sounds oh, like you've man. been doing that already. And we are graced by uh, internet celebrity Tom Matthew Tom? Deluxe Baldwin. Oh. Where do you find you at, Deluxe? Uh, you can find me a lot of places, man. I'm on uh, Deluxe uh, Hell Has More Reviews. I'm on a, a place called Sharecast Uncut, which I'm fixing to do in a little bit. I wish I could stay on because uh, y'all are really fun. Um, you can find me on Stage Lock sometimes. Um, and you can find me on Back and Forth. It's on a, a podcast called a Blackout Shout on their channel and everything. I'm with uh, Tyler G also on there. And, Hello. Uh, that's it, I think. Yeah. That's it. That's good, man. I, I'm glad you could uh, you could uh, spare a few of your very important minutes with us. Um, I, dude, I, always feel, I, feel so, I always feel so happy whenever you come on, man. My nipples are um, and uh, <laughs> owner operator of Canadian Tire, Tyler G. What's up, everybody? Y'all are good tonight, man. Y'all are That's awesome. just me hanging with my hosers, my fucking mm. brosers. About to do a couple bro dozers. <laughs> oh, bars. 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 <laughs> yeah, you can find me everywhere at Stasis Lock or at Daltonian's TFs. Yes. <laughs> 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 All right, we are also joined. Uh, this is our collector interview night by Cryotex Customs. So, shout out your information and tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you see yourself in five years? What's going on, guys? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, you can find me at Cryotex Customs on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and I have a YouTube channel, which is mostly vacant at the moment. But uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be some custom videos and tutorials up soon. Oh, I gotta go find that. Nice. Yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta you gotta start putting putting that stuff up. Yeah, yeah, gotta start pushing it. Good deal. Uh, now, or as, or I'm as just they waiting say in Canada. Gotta start giving her. You know, gotta, gotta, say, gotta give her. her. <laughs> 
Get her butt. Yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that up. I'm gonna go into work and uh tell the, the ladies in the diner, like, just gotta start giving her. Dude, if uh <laughs> if you ever come up to Canada and uh you know you're having like uh someone's telling you they're having a rough day or whatever, best response, you just say, you know, fucking way she goes, bud. That's it. <laughs> sometimes that she goes, like, sometimes is, she doesn't. Fucking way she goes. Like, uh, is that That's like saying uh, "living the dream" here in America? Uh, are, are you wow, guys you think, living the dream? I mean, no, we say that too. Oh, okay. No, no yeah, but whenever, figure, whenever you guys say it, I feel like I feel like you mean it. But whenever Americans say it, it's like make Honestly, sure you, make make sure he doesn't have a bump stock. Well, no, once once you come up here, man, you'll figure it out real fast. It's not rocket appliances. There you go. I like rocket appliances. Oh man, it's like we're speaking in code. I want to get that. They don't I want know to, about I want that. to understand oh, it. I know. Yeah. I know it's something. <laughs> no clue. And I want to understand it. Oh man. I'll tell you what, Dakota. You come up, visit the great country of Canada, and we'll teach you the language. We'll get two I might, the I might not great white north. We'll, we'll show you a good time, man. Drink some, uh, you know, Canadian beers and uh, smoke some part. legal Canadian buzz. I'll be, uh, yes, I'll be, sir. I'll be honest. Um, I've had, I've had your Canadian whiskey. Not a fan. So uh, those beers better impress. Which Canadian whiskey? Canadian, Canadian mist. <laughs> oh, moose no Canadian mist. Yeah. Oh. Moose piss. That's what yeah. it is. Uh, Mike, did you get anything this week? Yeah, uh, I picked up, let's see, uh, Siege Jetfire, um, the Red Wing, that was a, uh, a screw-up by Target. Thank you very much, Target. I appreciate that. And then um, yesterday, I got a Brunt from Walmart.com because Walmart distribution in the home state sucks ass. Sucks ass. And Don't then, you mean blunt? What did I say? He's in <laughs> Hello, purple he, called it, he called it right this week. But yeah, yeah. Last week, he <laughs> okay, just what I thought. Blunt. <laughs> blunt, that tells you what I have my mind on. And then, then uh, I, today I got in um, Transformer uh, Collector's Club, um, Fierce Description Bludgeon, the actual one that was, you know, the one you got from the club. And the reason I got this one was because I have the. Uh, uh, pre-production, and I want the regular one to go with it. So I got that today in the mail. That's it. I am bit of a bit of a Baldwin drop. Dalton, what'd you get? You actually, uh, do you mind? If, do you mind if I go next? Because I'm probably going to have to leave here in the next five minutes. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll make it short. Okay. I'll okay. make it short. Nothing. Kind of like you. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I put some sugar on that shit. <laughs> Okay, I was expecting an insult, but sugar sandwich, man. Go eat your own sugar. That's funny. You got some sugar in your tank, Mike. Anyways, I got nothing. So Tyler, what'd you get, man? Uh, I got a kind of a Baldwin drop of my own. I got. Wait, wait, you're leaving? Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> you sad? Well, you're leaving too. <laughs> it was a, it was supposed to be a surprise, but I'm part of Shattered Cast too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. All right. yeah. yeah. Finally, how much did it cost you? The replacing Robert <laughs> he D with Tyler G. Okay? He wouldn't. He wouldn't pay twenty five hundred for a lucky draw Galvalio convoy, but three grand to get on Shattered Cast was just Dang. a deal. Dang. It was. It was six. It was six. Um, oh yeah, Canadian. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, so I got the uh, the masterpiece Optimus Primal coin and the Megatron coin for both Beast Wars masterpiece figures. 
I got a bunch of beast machines. I got two beast machines, tank drones, a blast charge. Um, what other beast? Just some like beast machines, beasts. I guess they're really. Did you ever terrible. open up that snarl? Did you ever open that snarl? No, actually, I put it. I put it up on the wall, uh, sealed in box, because okay. you sent me that picture where it was on display at a con, and I don't want to taint the sanctity of that. So. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's special for me. Um, what else? I got. I think honestly, my favorite figure that I've acquired this year so far, aside from Masterpiece, but I think my favorite figure so far is the Robot Masters Lyle Convoy. This thing, I haven't been able to put it down. I seeing take you, it to seeing every you love movement. it so much, seeing you love it so much makes me regret selling it. Oh, really? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's awesome. And then I got the uh, the last Blendtron I need, Drancron, uh, to go with my Blendtrons. And then I think I think that's it. Oh, I got uh, Borderlands Handsome Jack. I got a Takara Transmetal Megatron. Nice. And uh, I got a Scoot. So have a good one, guys. All right. See you later, Tyler. Have fun All at right. TFCon, man. Yeah, man. I'll see yeah. you guys next week. See you there, brother. Uh, Deluxe. What'd you get this week, man? Man, I got a lot. I got Siege Brunt. I got Siege uh, Springer. Two Siege Reflectors or Refractors, whatever they're called now. Um, I got the Siege Red Wing because uh, Target did me well. I got Iron Factory Hound, which is called Optics Hunter, the Legends. I also got the New Age Kit, which is uh, either Silver Streak or Blue Streak. I don't know at this time. You're just reading off a list. <laughs> yeah, I am. And I got a New Age. It's for, it's for Shadcast now. Oh got, wow! Thanks for the preview. I got New Age Black Rain, and it's also a streaker. I don't know. I, I don't know which one it is. You call and it a streaker? We did. <laughs> That's, That's in your drawer, dude. Wasn't that one called Streak or something? Or I don't know. He's a. He's like a. I don't. There's Blue Streak, Streak, and I think Silver Streak. I thought you were talking. I thought you were saying like it was a seeker. That's why. Streak, Streak. So yeah, uh, that's. Yeah, he's, he's flesh colored. Exactly. He is actually. He's got. A, he's. I don't know. But he's. Um. Yeah. He's another. You know. Recolor of the that. You know. They're doing new ages, doing recolors and everything. So. Um. And I think that's all I got. I think I got some stuff coming. I got a lot of stuff coming in too, man. Oh man. It's a good. Good time to be a collector. You know what I mean. It's a good time to be a collector. It really is, man. I uh, I shipped my pile of loot today, so I'll Ooh, have really? I'll have me a decent nice. haul. decent. Somewhat a mediocre haul, I would from say. BBTS uh, or from where? Yeah, b- uh, Big Bad. Okay, nice. So, yeah, it's always good to ship. I mean, I'm I'm ripping them off uh, by calling myself Big Bad Toy Swamp. The least I could do is <laughs> buy stuff yeah, from them every once in a while. Man. Use that, dude. Use it, man. Use it to use it till you lose it. Man. I'm working on uh, I'm working on like making some KO logos for Big Bad Toy Swamp Ooh. that just incorporates all of them, like all the all the online stores. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to getting some cease and desist emails. I have got an idea. I'll show you. I'll tell you later when we go up there. Don't want your painter on there. No, we, there's not. You know, this hole is not big enough for your painter. <laughs> just- <laughs> I don't want that. I don't know. Anyway. Cryotech, what'd you, what'd you get this week, man? Yeah, Cryotech, uh, I actually you get? got some cool stuff this week. I got uh, I got my first uh, Beast Wars masterpiece. I got a Primal, which was awesome. Ooh, nice. Uh, so I, I didn't get too much of a chance to fiddle around with it. I just uh, I transformed it twice 
Um, but uh, I, I was surprised at how small it is, uh, like in hand. Yeah, that's um, what she said. I, it, <laughs> I, I was honestly, I was expecting it to be a bit bigger, but uh, no, it's it's a really wicked fun toy. Uh, I also got the uh, Generation Toys uh, uh, Primal as well, because um, oh. I just I, I love the redesign, man. Just that, like you know, more uh, like it, it it almost looks like something. Uh, you know, out of the original like eighty show, you know what I mean? So, so the cool. the generation toy? The generation toy, yeah. Like it reminds me of like a Snapdragon type of you know. Oh, I mean? okay, okay. I was I was like, what? It reminds yeah, me of, uh, of a toy. Yeah. But no, 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 no. I, I got you. What's really what's really funny is Tyler G was selling one, like trying to sell one for a while now for like super cheap. Yeah. It's a good figure too. I think generation toy, and I don't know if they're around anymore. Uh, but they make a good fit. Well, they are because they I've got their uh, defense or they're trying to finish their defense or finally, but they are, they really make some good stuff. It's I mean, hefty. Are, yeah, it's a really good one. So generation toys. I wish they put out some more stuff, man. Maybe one day. And Maybe uh, one day. I also got a uh, Inferno boxed Beast Wars Inferno boxed and uh, a Baboom uh, boxed as well. Ooh. Oh, nice. I haven't. You know what? I I'm so surprised by the Baboom. It's. Uh, like it's it's a, a hefty figure man like it's got some size to it and it's it's really fun it's got good articulation and stuff like that for the time and uh yeah it's that's probably one of my favorite out of like the whole line that i own all the like crazy stuff kind of built into them like just play imagination gimmicks like the missile pods in the chest and you know the the ones that are like coming out of his shoulders and then of course he's yeah. got the third mode and all that other stuff i, I remember i got that one for i think like my seventh or eighth birthday or something like that and uh i was blown away i thought it was i thought it was optimus primal at first and i was just like this isn't optimus primal but mm. i had a lot of fun time with it i was uh i was like really reluctant to uh to mess around with it too much because uh you know like it's it's got like a fair bit of gold plastic on it but i i guess it's not prone to uh to breaking right? yeah believe it or not that little blue clip that holds the waist in yeah uh, that's going to be more prone to like kind of shaving away because it does clip in. Because right. uh, I, I had to buy another baboom altogether because the one I had as a kid, um, just because I was you know transforming it, I just yank it. You know what I mean? And um, it it kind of popped some of that uh, clip po uh, portion off of it. But the the Apache and the other baboom that I that I have now, like they're fine because I know you kind of gonna like work with the chest a little bit in order to unclip it. But no, no, no bad plastic shattering issues, which is nice. Yeah. So, cool, man. <laughs> that was a that was a pretty nice Baldwin drop as well. Uh, oh, for the masterpiece primal, is that the uh, the most recent reissue, or do you know? Uh, I'm not certain. It's, do uh, the shoulder pads sit flush on the arms in beast mode, or yeah. do they kind of like stick out a little bit? No, they're, they're pretty flush. Okay, yeah, yeah, then that's that's the reissue. Yeah, they they reissued thirty two, uh, with MP thirty eight, the tune accurate primal. Yeah. They fixed the tooling. One. Yeah, they fixed the tooling to where the shoulder pads sat closer and, and flush like they were supposed to on the on the ape, and or on the gorilla, I should say. Right, and for the for the reissue, they just used that kind of fixed tooling, which makes sense. You know, I would mm -hmm. assume that whatever the Cheetor reissue comes out, it'll probably use some of that Shadow Panther tooling. With the shoulders, the different clips. Yeah. Hi, uh, Dakota. What'd you mm -hmm. get? Dude, thank you for asking, Deluxe. Oh. I got I got Generations Red Wing 
and I paid for oh, something. Yeah. I watched your review. Really good. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. I uh, I like it, man. I like that they're using some of those uh, old concepts that they're you know that just weren't able to to be made during mm-hmm. the, the old guards tenure. Yeah. Um, I, I paid for some stuff that Tyler G is going to pick up for me oh. um, at TFCon. Yeah. yeah, and um, Chris is in turn going to ship back to me. So. Nice. Um, yeah, man, gotta 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 avoid those shipping fees. Um, so, which which is really cool uh, that Chris uh, is uh, taking the the items that I want uh, autographed up there, and it's awesome that Tyler's uh, paying the the Canadian money because Chris doesn't fool around with uh, funny money. <laughs> and, um, what are you getting signed? I know. It was, uh, uh, Oh, Quickshack's gonna be the voice of Quickshack, is there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So That's I bought Joe's. Oh, yeah, I bought Joe's uh, Quick Strike that kind of had a little uh, sticker boo boo on it, and uh, okay. so so I, I bought that <clears throat> to get that signed. Um, and I sent and insured for eight hundred dollars my Botcon two thousand one Tigatron, the one that sealed. Jesus. Yeah the uh, the insurance was the same price as the overall shipping cost. Yeah. Um, so uh, I sent that to get autographed by Blue. Yeah, man, that's the thing, dude. If, if this was a, a few years ago, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have wanted, oh, I can just get another one. But, uh, it, you know, we, we don't live in that world anymore. <laughs> no. Huh. Uh, is Tyler getting stuff for you signed or is uh, Chris going to get it for you signed? Uh, Chris, Chris is the carrier. Tyler is the one exchanging the money and, uh, okay. you know, doing doing the meet and greet with the – Oh, the the voice actors in, in my stead, so he's uh he's my representative for the weekend. Nice. Could couldn't have picked a better guy. A better That's pair true. of guys, really. That's true. That's true. So uh all right. So Cryotech, are you ready for these questions? Skiver. <laughs> <laughs> I love the callback. <laughs> all right. Uh I'll go first, then Mike, then Dalton, then Deluxe. Assuming Deluxe is going to be with us at that point. Uh, I'm fixing it out, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I knew, I knew, I knew it had to be, it had to be imminent. So. I'm sorry, but thanks thank for talking about Deluxe. Oh man, I would oh, love. Man, if, we don't, if we don't record on uh, Wednesdays, I mean, I'll definitely come on, man, because y'all are fun. Y'all take care. And you I too, will, man. Uh, I will talk yeah, to y'all take later. Care, man. Have fun yeah, with us. See you. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, Bye, y'all. <laughs> see ya. All right. So what got you into Beast Wars? So uh, when I was a kid, um, from uh, I went to my local Rogers video. And uh, I don't know if you guys have that down there in the States. I don't think I you do. I don't. I was, Can't I'm, say I'm that I've heard of it. I'm a little further down, so I don't have as much awesome stuff. So uh, Rogers was, uh, well, still is, like a, a major like a phone carrier in Canada. But uh, back in the day, uh, they would have, like, uh, their stores were very much like uh, blockbusters. So you could go in and you could buy, like, video games or, uh, you know, like, movies and stuff like that. And uh, I ended up getting a, uh, a uh, what is it, uh, 86 uh, Transformers the movie uh, on VHS. Oh, wow. And uh, that, that kind of kicked off. That's a fine nowadays, dude. Like, there's, like... Even though like there's the DVD and the Blu-ray, like I think people are still shelling out some some pretty uh, decent coin over that '86 movie on VHS. 
I love the cover, man. I've got uh like the cover it's got is like prime, like you know, with all these like flames behind him holding his blaster and stuff like that. It looks wicked. Okay, um, so it's not like the covers we see with like uh like Ultra Magnus and No, no, no. Uh, wow. Prime is like the only person on the cover. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's it's wicked. I'll uh, I'll send you a photo later. Um but yeah, that's like one of my uh like prized sort of little bits of memorabilia. And uh, so I picked up that. I picked up uh there was two different um uh, two different Beast Wars VHSs. Uh one from season 1, one from season 2. And then uh, I also ended up getting a um a G2 VHS that's got like uh it's got like uh, Cyclonus and and like Unicron and stuff on the on the front cover. Pretty cool. Oh wow! I didn't even know they got that far in G two. Yeah, that's wild. The uh, well, it's it's funny because the episodes actually it has more than meets the eye. Like it has like the what is it like the three parter or four parter or whatever it is. Yeah, the, the yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. So that's huh. it, like it's not even uh, it has nothing to do with like the film itself, right? Just All the cover. Out of order. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. funny, dude. Dude, that's that's uh that's like late eighties, early nineties for you though, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean the the, the bumper was uh, wasn't it Power Master Prime? Yeah, with, uh, no, with the no, no, no. The, the bumper the bumper for G two was the the cosmic cube and like G two Ramjet and um like some some like even primitive like CGI. Uh, stuff the the power master prime thing was bumpers for they called it season five of g1 which was essentially what g2 did like it was just uh re replaying old uh episodes hmm. um and then that didn't work and then they were like let's do the same thing but call it generation two and uh wouldn't you know that didn't work either okay yep little uh the more you know yeah, a little little history lesson for you. Actually, um, <clears throat> so so you got so you basically like you got the the VHSs and the Beast Wars was I'm I'm assuming what stuck most or did it all kind of stick? Uh, it definitely all stuck. Like uh, I I still go back and watch the uh, the '86 movie like you know probably at least once a year. Um, I was just so blown yeah. away by by the concept and just like the whole thing. And then when I got into Beast Wars, um, that was just like you know the the storytelling was solid and and the characters were good and uh you know it uh it, it blew my mind as a kid i hadn't seen anything that cool since like reboot right so oh i loved done reboot by, yeah done by the same guys right so yeah man i i owe i owe a lot to to the great nation of canada like i, I dump on tyler a lot uh for being canadian um there's nothing against canadians in general it's just tyler uh <laughs> but <laughs> But man, like I, I really do like between reboot and Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and there was uh, there was another one that came out of out of them. It was it like War Planets or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was called uh, I think it was called Shadow Raiders over here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it, that's it. And then like I don't know for sure, but I'm almost positive they're the ones that did Roughneck Starship Troopers because like I don't think anyone else is really doing CG shows at the time. I so didn't it's even like know there was a Star Trooper show. Yeah, dude, it was all CGI. It was like I thought whenever Halo came out, I thought that's okay. what that was because it was it was very similar, you know, the green suits and the face masks and all that and aliens. Um I didn't especially learn, the Marines. Oh yeah, I didn't learn for years that there was an actual CG animated Starship Troopers. That sounds pretty wicked. 
Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. It's I'm, I it probably doesn't hold up today from what it did in my memory, but it took me a good ten years to figure out that's what that was. But um, that's that's awesome, man. So, um, Mike. Yeah, uh, what is your favorite Beast Wars toy? And I want to add a little touch to it. And why? Uh, I've got a couple different. Uh, I've I've got maybe like a top three or four. Um, I can get with that. I'm the same way. <laughs> okay, I can't just so, pick one. Uh, I still I, I have like all of my old figures from when I was a kid still. Um, and you know what? I I wasn't like a destructive child, so they're all in like pretty decent condition. You know, besides maybe like the odd missing missile or something like that. Um, but uh, what is it? Optimal Optimus, man, is just, it's massive. The thing is huge and it has no business being that big. It really doesn't. Um, but it, <laughs> and it like, weighs I, like 10 pounds. <laughs> I remember getting it as a kid. And uh, yeah, my dad, like uh, me and my dad and my two brothers, we went to like Toys R Us and then we went and got like uh, lunch after or whatever. And I remember sitting there like eating crepes and uh, cause that's something we do in Canada, eat crepes. And uh, yeah, just, just sitting there and like not wanting to eat my food because I was just so like, you know, and enamored with just this massive figure in this box. Um, so optimal Optimus has to be one of them. Uh, I'd say uh, Transmetal 2 Megatron, like that mold is awesome. Um, I've got the original and then the, the cryotech version as well, which I just got a couple weeks ago in box. And uh Nice. And uh, what else? Um, the Rampage mold. The Rampage mold is great. It's uh, it's just, it's so 90s, you know? With, with like, the big shoulder pads and... Uh... Yeah, and, like, all the spiky bits, like, you know, with the, with the legs and, and all that. And, uh, My yeah, only like... gripe is that the legs won't, uh, won't, like, they, you know, they don't end up on his on his shoulder pads like they did in the cartoon. But I feel like if he was animated with them on his arms, like the toy has, I, I'd probably feel a lot differently about that. You if know, that what, makes they, they they could have done like a parts forming thing or whatever this or that. And you know what? And I I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have mind. You know? Oh no, not at all. But, uh, but yeah, um, I yeah, those are my my top three. I'd say Rampage, uh, Transmetal Two Megatron, and. Uh, an optimal optimus rampage was also fun man because like of all the trans metals with that third mode like his was the most believable uh you know the the tread the rubber treads kind of coming out of the the claws and actually making like a tank um you know like like cheetor was a flying cat rat trap just kind of like folded his hands up you know primal got a surfboard megatron got some skates but like and, and like even death charge like he just became like i guess kind of a spaceship looking thing but Rampages was like super. I, I feel like it was more realistic out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Rampage is just uh, like, like I love that mold so much because it's just so fun to mess around with. You know what I mean? Um, like the, the crab mode is all right. But uh, yeah, I agree. The tank is like really where that toy kind of shines with like the little, you know, bits of engineering and whatnot. And, uh, you know, even, even in robot mode, like it's, it's a really nice display piece. And, uh, you know, I, I would definitely put that on, on a shelf with, you know, next to like, you know, MP primal or something like that. And it, you know, it still kind of fits in. Right. So for sure. And you just recently got a, got a shocker act too, didn't you? Oh, buddy. 
you already know the whole uh, yeah. shenanigans involving that. Should I, should I go into it a little bit? I, I mean, sure. Yeah, I man, for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, I was talking to Dakota here, and I was like, man, I was I was like really debating on pulling the gun on uh, on buying it. And uh, I found a guy on eBay who was uh, selling one, uh, like, basically mint in box. Um, I think he said he'd only had it opened once and displayed once and then just put back in there and, and you know, tossed away in storage, right? So uh, so I buy the thing for uh, a very hefty price, which, uh, you know, I, uh, I wasn't super happy about, but away she goes, right? And... Um, uh, it got here, and two of the corners were dinged, and uh, a little bit of chrome flaking kind of fell off on the, the back of the shell there. Ooh. And uh, but oh, no, no, you know what? I sent Dakota photos, and it's literally like two small spots. Yeah, it really isn't that bad. No, uh, no at all. That's yeah, good. It's hardly noticeable, right? But uh, so I messaged the guy back, and uh, after a bit of back and forth, um, you know, he he got it insured and whatever this and that, and uh, eBay. Gave me a full refund. They they refunded me like close to seven hundred dollars Canadian. I got the thing wow. for free. Oh my god! Yeah, man, I was blown away. I got the thing for free. Shout outs to that guy. Um, he was you know really wicked to work with. Um, would definitely buy from him again. And uh, yeah, I was uh, I was blown away. Um, yeah, I, I got I got like one of my holy grails for like you know not for literally no right. One of um one of my my friends uh the, there there was a big resin prototype uh buy that me and a few few friends went in on a, a couple of months ago, and so he lives in he lives in Canada, and I packed it all up, sent it to him. Uh, we had it insured uh for the like the full value. Everything was itemized and, and insured accordingly. And, you know, it's got fragile written all over it. I send it fragile. I send it insured. You know, you would think that between the post office and Canada Post that it would get there at least in decent shape. I'd already sent him like one or two things prior to that, and they both got there in decent shape. But he sends me a picture, and it's got a hole in it. Like, it looks like someone put their boot through it. The box had a hole through the box? The, the box. The shipping box had a hole through it. Jeez. Jesus. And so the the way we did it was so he wouldn't have to, like, PayPal me and then me pay for the, the post-it, you know, whatever. He just he just signed up a, a USPS account in my name, and he, he did all the all, all the work on, on that end. Because I couldn't, like, I took it to my post office, and I was like, I need this insured for this much money. And they said, it's too high. We can't do it. I said, that's bullcrap. Um, and then finally we found a way to get it insured online. So he, he goes through the runaround with both USPS and with Canada post. And essentially like he's just left there holding the bag. They didn't do anything. Neither post off, not neither postal company did anything. And fortunately it was just one thing that got broke. Uh, and it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't like a, a super great thing. And it looked like it was at least repairable. Um, I even told him, I was like, dude, if you, if you send it to me, you know, I'll repair it and, you know, pay blah, blah, blah. He was like, dude, don't worry about it. Just because, I mean, we, we got all of those resins for like a really good price. Um, but like, I mean, I felt absolutely terrible about it, but you I mean, know, uh, it was, it was, I mean, it's just like, it, it was like at that point, it's like, why, why even pay? It was like another 80, 90 bucks for the insurance. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and then they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you know, give this dude 
$240 back. Uh, you know, it's just like, it, I'm glad it worked out for you, but like just future reference, anyone that's mailing anything off, like that insurance is essentially a sham, even though like I paid for it. And I just said earlier how I paid for it for mine, but, but it is, it's a complete sham. It's crazy. If, uh, yeah. if you don't mind me asking what, uh, what prototype was it? It was uh, the resin hard copy for Beast Machines Blast Charge. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool figure. Yeah. I can understand why you feel the way you do about it. Yeah. I mean, it it couldn't, like, he had the, the, there was a a motorcycle drone in there. You know, it's like, it's a good thing it wasn't something like that. Like, there were were a couple of other really cool ones in there. Um, But it's like, at the end of the day, it still sucks because, like, it's a it's a it's a resin hard copy. It's not like we can just get another one to replace yeah. it. You know what I mean? So and and to file a claim, like you have to I think you gotta bring the the item to the post office and you know, they have to get it and destroy it. And it's like at that point you gotta start weighing your options out. But they didn't even give him that option. They didn't they didn't even give him the option to 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 bring it in for for like a refund or anything. It's crazy. Wow. It's absolutely crazy. Dalton? Uh, so what is your, or what Masterpiece Beast Wars figure do you want to see next? Uh, that's a tough call. Uh, strictly season one, because that's kind of what they're what they're doing now. Well, I mean, between, between Takara doing season one and third party doing season two. Or, or even or second. Three, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I feel like um, at this point, options are I, limitless. I would say probably uh, if it was like uh, Hasbro Takara, I would say between either Pterosaur or Scorponok. Nice. Um, nice. Pterosaur specifically, man, like just, I don't know. I've, I've always loved Pterosaur as a character. Uh, I just finished rewatching season one of Beast Wars and uh, his design is great. You know, he's, he's like the equivalent of like, you know, Beast Wars like Starscream, right? So, uh, yeah, I, don't know. I just uh, I don't I don't think that he's ever had a single figure that has done him any proper justice. So, oh, yeah, not at all. Like mm-hmm. for, for that season one design. No, like like the 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 BotCon one had a really awesome, accurate head sculpt, you know, mm-hmm. but it was it was going they were going for pre-beast and all that other stuff. And I get it. Um, but for yeah, for a show accurate pterosaur. And I feel like the the Scorponok. Even though it was a mega class, like I think if you put it next to that masterpiece Megatron, like it still scales well. Yeah, no, you it know, because looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a short dude, so yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I think as far as Predacons go, Pterosaur Pterosaur needs it the most. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what episode do you feel best represents Beast Wars? What episode? Ah, oh, fuck, that's a tough call. Um, it's a lot of great ones. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I'd maybe even say transmutate like that. That episode is just so like emotional, and it's it's I don't know. It's like Beast Wars wasn't always about. Um, you know, it's it's not like G1, where it's just, you know, destroy the Autobots and whatever and this and that and take over the planet and yada yada. Like, uh, you know, Silverbolt and, and Rampage kind of at the end there, how, 
you know, I think even Sol- Silverbolt has that line where he, uh, you know, after transmutates, like destroyed, um, you know, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, like we're, we're basically like brothers now in this moment. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let, let it be. today. We're brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Something so, along those lines. It, uh, I don't know that, that to me just kind of conveys like how it's, it's not always just like, you know, the, the the fight between good and evil like there's there's more going on you know there there are characters with emotions and feelings and and um you know the the feelings thing like now that you just brought that up ugly fat in the comments that's that's such an awesome youtube name <laughs> um just put dot 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 hurt and then like that was something else just you know transmutate after after you know she died it was just looking around i am hurt you know, it's like, oh, yeah. dude, like, oh, just bawling my eyes out as a kid, man. You know, it was I mean, it was it was a quintessential like, you know, bully episode, basically, or, or like, you know what I mean? Because Megatron was like, she's damaged goods. Optimus was like, you know, damaged goods. Yeah. And yeah, man, it was just uh, it was it was some powerful stuff. Season two, man, had all the powerful stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, it, it also just, like, really adds depth to, uh, to Rampage, um, you know, from, like, being this, like, uh, I guess, failed, failed experiment and just, like, this, uh, you know, crazed, like, sociopathic-type character to, like, you know, actually sort of caring for a, a, a creature that, that, like, he could relate to, right? Um, right. So. It showed more, like, he wasn't just, uh, you know, crazy. Yeah. Yep. I get it. All right. Um, how do you feel about the other forms of Beast Wars fictional media as far as like comics, manga, bio cards, fan fiction, etc.? Love them. Love them. Bring them on. Um, the more the merrier. Sending me a bunch of, uh, he sent me all like the 3H stuff, which I was uh, like looking into recently. And uh, no, it's great. It's, it's really fantastic. Um, I really wish we would get more sort of expanded universe stuff, whether it be, um, you know, takes place like before or after Beast Wars or, or you know, sometime during or what, you know what I mean? Kind of like what they did with like Ascending and all that. Um, or, or even just like a reimagining of sorts, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think that was like our topic last week was, um, you know, it was like, would you want something that adds to the universe as it mm-hmm. is or like a complete you know completely new thing and and i'm with you man like i, I would love to have more piled on to that universe we already yeah. have exactly yeah, I, I think uh when it comes to something like transformers um when like just the 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 culture sort of surrounding it um you know diehard fans unless you know you're you're super like truck not monkey um but uh you know we we watch all the shows, you know what I mean? I've, I've seen just about every transformer show except for, um, for that new RID that they did in 2015. Um, but besides that, like I've, I've seen them all and, uh, I feel like going, you know, and, and starting it over sort of like it's from, from, uh, from the perspective of like accessibility, it's always easier to just like do a, a reboot and a clean slate. Right. Because it's uh, it's an easier like jumping on point, but with something like Transformers and, and Beast Wars in specific, that's got 
so much good groundwork already laid out for it. Um, I, I don't see why they wouldn't continue that, that in some aspect, right? So. Right, and like that whole continuity, I mean, it spanned 15 years essentially of storytelling between you know, G1, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, and, and all of that. Like, it, it is, uh, you know, kind of currently, it's it's their biggest universe. I mean, I mean, I know the IDW stuff came in pretty close. Um, even the, some of the, the, the Fun Pub stuff, which most of the stuff they did was just add on to to, to that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. And, you know, then, like, the Align continuity with Prime and RID, that all came pretty close, too. But I'm kind of with you, man. Like, I, I checked out the first, I think, three or four episodes of RID and it's still on the back burner. Um, but it's like cyberverse is one of those things. Like I just have no interest in, but I remember like getting back into it. Like I wanted to see all the other shows and kind of give them a proper fair shake. Um, and, and you don't really get a whole lot of that out of, uh, the, the babies born before the nineties, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like the, the kids that grew up with like RID and Unicron trilogy, like they go back and they love it all. Yeah. You know, guilty so yeah well, speaking of other iterations of transformers how would you rank beast wars among all the other iterations of transformers as a cartoon and a toy line yeah uh as a toy line um it is one of my favorite toy lines and i i obviously i'm like really biased toward that as well but uh if we're taking in like you know even like things like masterpiece and, and whatnot um the designs are great man like you know uh when when it's weird when people bring up transformers like you know most people jump to optimus prime right away but like you know i i, I jump to like you know dinobot like just that that design is just that's iconic to me you know what i mean in, in a different way i guess we're kindred and, uh, spirits, you and I. <laughs> and you know what, man? Well, that's like, so different. Uh, you I, I really do think that, um, you know, if, if they didn't do Beast Wars, like, would we even have Transformers at all? Right? Absolutely not. Like, I will mm-hmm. factually state that we would not have, or at least, like, it would just be a fondly remembered thing by, you know, the, the 35 to 40-year-old and plus crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, like folks that have worked and still do work for Hasbro to this day say like, that's the reason Transformers is still around, you know? Yeah. You had the Bay movies and, you know, maybe Spielberg would have had that nostalgia that he had and he would have made the, the live action movies either way. But like, I don't think Hasbro as a company would have had that property. Um, maybe, maybe even at all, you know, if not, like it would be something super, low on the on the totem pole uh so to speak oh, uh, it, it, like i think i think that yeah i think i think that altogether like they probably would have been like you know no it's just not worth us sinking our investments into this um, um you know there's there's so many what ifs if 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 beast wars hadn't come around for the transformers brand there's so many what ifs a lot of people want to say oh no you know the movie still would have happened like you can't you can't know that for sure spielberg yeah. maybe would have still had you know that but I don't think Hasbro would have given it the time of day if it was a, a brand that wasn't making any dollars and just kind of sitting there collecting dust. As a, as a toy line, um, I think the epitome sort of, of like that just goes to show how good Beast Wars is as a whole is uh, the original um, Primal Toy, right? Um, oh, yeah. That's a go-to that, for a lot of people. 
that thing is like like still to this day like what 20 some odd years later um it holds up it really holds up it, it has so many good little gimmicks that don't like compromise like articulation posability like you know what i mean transformation like it's it's just such a so all around solid toy and, and like uh, the best part is there's no parts like there's no loose parts that's what's crazy to have all those gimmicks and no loose parts yeah yep so uh you know as as like a show goes i would definitely say that like it's my it's arguably my favorite um I'd put it up like the only thing I'd put really up next to it would be Prime, and I feel like that's a lot of people's answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is because it's the truth. Like I, I, I was gonna say, like I, I would, I would, I would bet that you know, bottom dollar, um, you know, folks that like you said aren't you know truck versus monkey types would. It's either Prime one, Beast Wars second, or Beast Wars first, Prime second, and yeah. like that's how it is for me. So, um, I mean, because it's. Thing, Oh, go ahead. It's G1 with Beast Wars writing and character development. Essentially. Yeah. So it's G1 done right. The uh, the only other thing that uh, <clears throat> I think kind of comes close is like maybe animated. Animated was just like, it was fun. It was different. Um, and I remember like, I actually remember hating it when it came out because I, I didn't like the... Uh, the art style at first, but then, you know, I, I kind of sat down, I gave it a chance and they started to sort of reintroduce like older aspects of the franchise. And you had like, you know, the Dinobots come back and, you know, and then eventually like they're bringing in, you know, Black Arachnia and, and Waspinator and it, you know what I mean? It just, uh, so that, that kind of blew my mind and that, that was pretty cool to see Hasbro, you know, show some love, I guess, to uh, older characters and older aspects of, of the franchise and kind of, you know it's it's funny like that's what happens when you let fans work on work on the brand because you know Derek Wyatt you know he was a fan he you know he he went to you know the bot cons and, and all that other stuff uh so you know he got to work on it and he got to put that love into it um, he loved it all <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like that, like that that's another one like I would agree with you there like I would definitely stick animated in that third slot uh, you know everyone else can fight over fourth and fifth slot like those those don't quite matter to me but um but but yeah, like at, at first, and like the, the same as you, man. Like I I didn't really care for it. Like I saw, I was like, oh, it's just Teen Titans, but with Transformers. And then yeah. I I watched season three, episode one, uh, the one that had Hot Rod, and Hot Rod's always been like my favorite G one design. Like I'm a I'm a real basic bitch when it comes to G one stuff. Like I like Starscream and I like Hot Rod. Um, I agree with you there. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's like like I saw that and I was like, shit, I gotta watch, I gotta watch this whole series. So I did, man. Like this is this was back in the Wild West YouTube days of you know two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whatever. And you find everything on there. Oh yeah, and I, I watched the full series, and I was just like, dude, what was I missing this whole time? Like I went out and I bought the the Toys R Us Hot Rod toy. Like I hunted for it. I went yeah. weekly. You know, it was, and, and the toys were so well done too. But well, especially getting you know actors from Beast Wars and even G One in there. I mean, having Corey Burton coming back, having David Kay as uh, Prime, or some of these obscure actors too, like Fred Willard for Swindle. 
Well, it's like they got they got John Moshita to to be Blair again, and like mm-hmm. that that was awesome. You well, know and what I mean? Jed Nelson as Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah, to, to to do yeah. So it was really cool. Josh Fisher in the chat uh, said he is a prime one Beast Wars second kind of guy. Um, they, you know, no so problem with that. I mean, yeah, they're both it's, really it's good. Like, the, the, I feel like the top three of Transformers is is gonna is like, I think it's universal, to to be that for sure. Um, the one the one thing that I like Beast Wars, uh, you know, that makes me kind of like it more than other series is uh, the fact that there aren't like any other human characters. You know what I mean? Oh yes. Like like there are no companion characters, and because you know what, like, and, and not to say the ones in Prime were like. I don't know. Miko could be a little annoying at times or whatever, um, you know, and, and Jack was maybe a little bland or whatever, just kind of, <laughs> you know, putting it but, mildly. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, Beast Wars was like solely like just driven by, you know, just, just the story. Like there, there was no, there was no human filler or anything else kind of going on or, you know, no yeah, it's like slice of life type stuff, right? The the only humans there couldn't even like speak fully formed sentences. Yeah, exactly. you know, it was it was great. Like they were they were plot devices more than anything else, which is in my opinion how Transformers should be. Like humans should mm-hmm. always come, you know, third. You know what I mean? Like it's like I want to I want to read or I want to see about you know robots that convert. And and on top of that, man, like Beast Wars was just original. You know, yeah, G one had the whole animal robot things, but they didn't have, you know, animal the robot. real animal look. Yeah, they were robot animal, not animal robot. <laughs> right. Uh, what figure is or was at the top of your wants list? Uh, we touched on it before, but uh, I mean, I I just got Shocker Act, and honestly, um, I I love it. Like it being based off of, you know, one of my favorite molds in the whole series being, you know, Rampage. Um, it, uh, it's awesome. Uh, I love the colors. It looks even better in person. Um, so that, that was definitely like a, like a holy grail, like top of my wants list for a very long time. Um, I agree. Besides, They're hard to find, let alone in good condition, you know, now. Besides that, um, I'd say maybe like, uh, like the botcon stuff, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like the 2006, like, dude, that Megatron. I want that. Tyler's Megatron, replaced. You know what I mean? He doesn't know it yet, but he's replaced. Um, <laughs> uh, I I want those figures, man. They they just they look so good, and I'm I'm actually working on like a whole series kind of customs, like sort of hearkening back to like to to you know um, theft for the golden disc and that whole like concept of you know pre pre-beast uh beast wars characters and stuff i was gonna say i wanted to i wanted to plug you because you showed me uh the picture of the uh the cryotech from the siege shockwave yeah and i was just i was like dude that mold is so much better than the shock blast you know it's like i, I get that in theft mm-hmm. he was you know shock blast but it's like using that siege shockwave i think really does work better and like i feel if if you know fun pub was still around and they wanted to revisit you know that yet again you know, even though they didn't, they never really touched the leader class stuff. Like, I feel like that would be a good one for them to kind of go in on and and do, you know, do the sh- uh, the cryotech from it. I mean, yeah, I've uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say they could just pass it off as a Voyager and kind of everything else as accessories. So, oh no, he's got to have the accessories, dude. Well, yeah, count everything yeah. else. Oh, as accessories. okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah, just shoehorn them in. 
Yeah, I, um, All right. I've got them um, on. Find... Oh, sorry. Um, I've got them on display or whatever. No, 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 to uh, next to the original, and uh, it's a good, it's like a, it's a good looking toy, man. Like, uh, I, I I love the shockwave mold so much, um, and it's kind of really sad to see all all the hate that it gets online. Uh, but I, I totally understand where it comes from. Like the price point is absolutely like egregious. Um, but uh, I, you know what? I think it's one of the best toys out of the whole siege line. I, I really do. I know. I know. Like you, you having it has tempted me, and and you doing the the custom from it has really tempted me to like, you know, go through my my box of blue paints and uh, try to try to match a good cryotech to it. And uh, and hope someone makes like a three D printed head or something like that to, well, to just, put on uh, it. I popped one off. Uh, I have a spare uh, Beast Machines Megatron, um, like oh. a, a small little deluxe one. I just popped the head right off, stuck it on. It it fits on pretty good, man. Uh, nice. it, it can't it can't mm. really transform with it, but uh, I think if I did a little bit of sanding on the inside compartment. Um, oh yeah, you could hollow yeah. that out. I would think. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a wicked toy for sure. Cool. Cool. So, so no other, like no other crazy, uh, kind of, kind of things up there on, on your wants list other than, well, I mean, I know you had said like the, the botcon stuff, like the 2006. Yeah. Like, like that stuff is just so like pricey and it's so elusive and, uh, Oh, I know. Like I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest person when it comes to like being like a completionist, you know what I mean? If, if my things are missing, like a couple missiles or something here or there, it's not a big deal. Uh, I do like my stuff to have its guns. Guns are like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, anything that forms like a like like a body piece or something like that, I get it. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, Silverbolt missing like his uh, his clubs, you know, like you, you gotta have those, right? Because, you know, it, it, yeah, it, oh, yeah. it's integral to like the transformation, the, the aesthetic of the figure and, and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to come by that, uh, you know, for like the the whole box set for like a reasonable price and everything in like decent condition. And you know, I've I've heard horror stories. People are saying that the uh, the Dinobot has uh, GPS. It does. It's not as bad as one might think. Um, it's it's pretty much just limited to the clips where the the thighs peg in on the crotch piece for uh for vehicle mode. Right. Um, I think. I think both of mine, because I have two, both of mine, I believe they're missing like one of those little clips, but like so far it hasn't like exploded or anything like that. And, you know, like, like granted, I'm, I'm a lot more careful and less likely to move uh, pieces around on them, but yeah, it can, it can be a little nerve wracking. Well, we know you're careful with your figures because you're like one of the five people who hasn't broken their MP Megatron. <laughs> yeah uh shout out to propaganda to to knock off company propaganda <laughs> that's uh that's another one that freaks me out man the uh the crotch piece on that megatron it's is, fine uh, it it really it's fine yeah it's fine just just don't yank him by the legs when you're transforming him and and you'll be fine because like that's what a lot of people were doing and i feel like half of those people didn't want to admit that that was what they were doing and i think like no more than five percent of the people with a broken one, uh, it was broken in box, right. like just as they took it out. You know, I, I saw like maybe one or two cases of that, but other than that, just don't yank them at the legs, and it'll 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 be fine. 
Mike. All right. I find this actually uh, uh, funny how I get stuck with this question every time. <laughs> it's good. But, uh, what are your feelings on – it's funny, right, it is. What are your uh, your feelings on the third-party versus official spectrum? Love them. Uh, bring them on. Um, that uh, oh, that Megatron. <laughs> hey, listen, you're you're not gonna win this argument with me, man. What do they What what do they say in the states? I tell you what, you know. I tell you what. But, uh, <laughs> that's, hey? hey, that's directly in the south. What says that? And but, where uh, are you? <laughs> Mike, you're, you're in the south. I'm no better. I'm no better than a gator talk over there. That's that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing, though. What you mean by my gator talk, boy? Um, no gator talk. The thing about like, like the, the thing about Mike and his third party stuff. Like, I know I have a feeling you were going towards like the the JX Megatron argument. Oh, dude, it's a thing of beauty. As man. soon as mm-hmm. I get it, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it to Mike and and I'm gonna make him sit there. I'm gonna record him his face. And make make him bold face tell me that that is not a good quality product. Like, See, I can't wait. I, I can't wait product, to shove it in his face. Usually, I wait till Dakota buys it, and when we meet up or anything, then I <laughs> usually play those toys. Then I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. True. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, now third parties are interesting looking. Some are really cool looking. I just have I have had bad luck and I heard horror stories on a lot of them. I'm, I'm more of the old school where if I got to pay $125, I shouldn't have to replace the piece before I even transform it once. He's talking about That's like old opinion. school fans project stuff, man. Like it's, it's, I'm, like, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a different world. That, that's where I got burned at. That's where yeah. I got burned at. Yeah. You know I what though? It. That's, you know, it's what, like man? Once. that, uh, that, but that's, that's where you kind of lose me though on that because it's like, uh, like a relationship man you know you can't you can't bring that into the next one you know so if you if you got burned by if you got burned by a toy like 15 years ago when it was you know just he's calling you old come out (laughs) well no 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 but like in all fairness quality back then wasn't wasn't what it is now right so uh well this this to be fair this was like five years ago (laughs) yeah was okay but uh, a little longer than that, but not back when the Dinobots came out and the uh, first Devastator came out. Uh, for dude, that uh, first Devastator, man, man, but that's like, like one of these days, Mike, I'm gonna we're gonna have a guest and you're gonna get that question and they're gonna be like, I hate them, and you're gonna just jump for joy. (laughs) Oh, you know it. But uh, I I think it wouldn't be as much like it would be more of a non-issue if like so Hasbro at the end of the day and Takara like you know they're they're companies they're looking to make money but if you're not like you can't just do all G one all the time you know what I mean like Transformers has such a rich history and and I like that with Siege now they're going back and they're kind of you know, paying respect to, to different series with different things like, uh, you know, the uh, the Galaxy Force Prime. Even, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's and it's then a wicked toy. We're getting the Cybertron Defense Hotshot, allegedly yeah. the Cybertron Defense Hotshot from the Hound. And it's like, we got the G2 Sideswipe. Like, there's there's a few. And, and then there's the Green Light, the Lancer, even though those were G1. The Nightbird. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and like I would love to see some more G two stuff come out of uh, the Siege uh, line, you know, as far as like a, like a classics update and and even, like I feel like the the Galaxy Force stuff fits the Siege aesthetic perfectly. Like, and those were some of the better molds of the Unicron trilogy, you know, Agreed. all together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I'd love to see Brunt as a scattershot. Scattershot. It's possible. It's possible. I want. I want Dalton three. Uh, three beast wars on them. Yeah, Scorpion knocks on him. That's they could do like that's another thing, man. They could make some pre beast war stuff out of the siege stuff. Like it would totally work. It's all Cybertronian. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's oh dude. There's there's so many currently right now missed opportunities of of not getting us some of that. Right. All right. Yeah, so what I other? Think- Oh, one sec. Uh, just one last thing to add on to that. Um, I think that's why Hasbro now and like Takara, they're they're doing like a lot of the MP Beast Wars figures because it's like it, it's sort of like a it's almost like an out for them. You know what I mean? They can they can sprinkle some MPs in there to kind of appease fans uh, without doing an entire line or an entire you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Dedicated to to Beast Wars. Um, but like, yeah, if they, you know what, there's, there's a, a want for it, you know, there, there is a demand for it. And uh, I definitely think that if they, which I, I think they are now slowly, but surely kind of, uh, you know, seeing that and, uh, and, and giving fans what they want. Um, I don't think there would be as much of a need to go to, to third party companies to get that kind of stuff, you know? That's true. Uh, which as Beast Wars fans, like we're kind of, left holding the bag either way it just so happens that you know uh takara is taking care of us and, mm-hmm. and right now they're they're just getting it all but like i think i think once the jx megatron comes out some of these other companies are going to fall in line it and just, follow suit yeah and, open the floodgates yeah you know and it's like god i miss saving money <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what other toy lines do you collect, whether it be, you know, other lines for Transformers, it could be something like Marvel or Star Wars, just what other toy lines do you collect? So uh, I grew up on, like, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as a kid. Um, so, and, uh, you know, my, my name being Tom, you know what I mean? I, I always had a love for Power Rangers and, you know, the, the green and later white and whatever. He was um, always the coolest. He was. He was always the coolest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So I've I've got like uh, I've got the morphers and stuff like that. Uh, I've even got like that that stupid uh, twenty. What is it? Twenty four karat gold. The San Diego Comic Con uh, Green Ranger morpher. You know? Damn, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, dude. I've I've got one of those. Uh, you know, I've got you know the Megazords and stuff like that in the display cabinet. I've got a couple of the old, uh, like the really old school. Like uh, actual like the Ranger action figures from when I was a kid, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I, I would say Power Rangers up until a certain point, I collect. Um, so like the Megazords and stuff are always fun. The Megazords are good, uh, depending on the series. And uh, sometimes the Morphers can be kind of cool as well. But I would say like the original sort of like first like four seasons where they, uh, you know, um, like like the the whole like Zordon kind of timeline up until the end of like uh, Power Rangers in space, you know that for me is like definitive. What I grew up with because you know it, it was much like Transformers. It was all just like a cohesive continuing narrative, right? 
Um, so yeah, I, uh, I collect a lot of Power Rangers stuff just kind of from, you know, w- within that time period and, uh, machine robo Mugenbine, if you guys know what that is. Um, are, are those the little guys that turn into like cubes and have just like different interchangeable parts? Fucking right, bud. I was going to say the only thing I, that I recognize from that was machine robo. I, I watch a lot. I used to watch a lot of uh, Bolt Matrix videos, and he did a lot of those. So uh, I I've got almost the entire original run of figures. Uh, I'm missing maybe like Dalton. He don't pay for shoutouts on this show. Like, okay. like five, five or six or something like that. Um, they're they're really fun, uh, you know. And that actually that was the catalyst that got me back into collecting, um, and like collecting Transformers and stuff like that. Um, they're they're really cool man you can you know build like these giant like monstrous like robots um you know i've i've got like uh, i'm working on one right now and i've got like the legs done and it's it's like the size of uh armada unicron you know wow. <laughs> so, yeah. right uh, yeah it's it's unreal so uh it's to it's hell with stability <laughs> oh no oh dude it is stable as hell that's oh wow well, that's yeah. nuts <laughs> yeah, I'll you know I'll I'll drop you some photos. They're they're really fun, man. When you get them in hand and stuff like that, there's just so many options. And uh, I found uh, I found a uh, like a blog, this like really old blog from when uh, the toys were coming out, like in the mid to late 2000s. And it was all in Japanese. And I actually sat there and I started like reverse engineering what this guy was doing based off of photos to to make my own like super gigantic robot. And, uh, dude, I've, I've literally dumped like, you know, six hours on, on a Saturday, uh, into just messing around with these things. And, oh, uh, they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I would highly recommend you get on them, you know, grab, grab a couple and just, you know, just give go her to a town. go. Yeah. Give her a go. Yep. That, that is, uh, shit. <laughs> I missed my opportunity. Snooze you lose. I know, man. I had a dull moment. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, my personal favorite question, a staple of Stasis Lock. I know is, this one. Is Tigatron a dick? No, he is not. Get out of my so, fucking uh, podcast. So you know what? <laughs> uh, Tyler's staying on, I, I guess. I will go. I will go as far as saying, I will literally go as far as saying, Tigatron is arguably one of the most important characters in like the transformers franchise i will say he's important i will agree with you as as far as importance but go on i'm sorry um you know just like if it if it literally if it was not for tigatron megatron would have won the beast wars you know yeah so uh uh you know what i i actually went through on my phone and i made a notepad i was going through when i was watching season one and I've got all these points of like every single thing Tigatron's done throughout like the entire first season alone. But it's like he that. had to be talked into doing it. No, you know what? So I, I don't necessarily. Um, so Tigatron with, you know, with, with the programming and this and that, like th- th- this is where it kind of. Uh, it's a tough call for me. So while you know he he was a pacifist he didn't want to have anything to do with the war with the fighting this and that he wanted to kind of stay on the outside of it sort of right i can respect that like just because you're a cybertronian doesn't necessarily automatically mean that like you're you're bred to fight your your only existence is this 
never-ending cycle of war that ages for eons you know what i mean so it's one of those things where you know what man i respect the guy for wanting to to lay you know lay lay the the guns down and just kind of do his own thing but uh once he kind of realized that like you know yes like you know i i can't do nothing the predacons are a problem and they're becoming more of a problem um he manned up he stepped up he he did what he had to do a lot of the time it was only after his uh tiger girlfriend died (laughs) that was a conspiracy he killed her but okay yeah you know what even what a great guy even even inside joe before that, before that, like there's that episode where it's uh, what is it, Black Arachnia, and I think two other like two other characters, and they're like um, they're like burrowing underneath of the maximal base. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, he mm-hmm. uh, he was one that you kind know? of like and uh, yeah, T- Tigatron shut that whole thing down. He, you know, he, he came in there and he you know, trawled doing, and he you know, put his <laughs> put his put his feet down and uh, and he put a fucking end to that, right? So. I don't know. I, uh, I I love Tigatron as a character, man. I think I think he's a cool character. Um, I think he's uh, really essential, sort of, to a lot of what went on in Beast Wars. Um, and uh, I don't know. I I honestly wish we'd get more characters like him going forward. I really do. It's. I mean, it's it's also like, it's cool that you mention it. Like you know, the the Botcon Tigatron is probably my favorite Botcon exclusive. Um, I was tickled pink whenever in 2016 they, you know, they did the ravage and it's like, we knew we were going to get the Tigatron and it, it homaged that 2001 Tigatron. Um, but it's like, I'm still, I'm still sticking to my guns, man. He's a dick. Uh, but I do, I do like that. I do like that, that well thought out, um, approach to it. Uh, we, uh, our boy, Rodri, the rod bot himself, he, he, like ha- he kind of set his girlfriend down and, and had her watch the whole series with him. And then he asked her, he asked her the, the question and, and she said, no, <laughs> my response, I didn't even read the rest of it. My response was, I think it's time for you to dump her, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think if he is a dick, he's, he's pretty justified. You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing, like being a dick isn't a bad thing. Like, you know, if, if the shoe were on the other foot, let's say, um, I was I was in his shoes. Like, let's say I wasn't in, in Dinobot shoes, um, where it's just like we need to kill everyone. But it's just like, man, I want to do this, and all my friends were trying to get me to do some shit that I didn't want to do. Okay, yeah, I'd be a dick. I think that's so. He's a justified dick, so therefore he is a dick. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that. Quite quite possibly he yes. is a dick, but uh... it but it's but, justified. Uh... It's it's justified. <laughs> Right. I don't. I, I. I. don't think that as far as a character goes, like, you know, people definitely clown on him a little bit, and you know, you, you don't hear a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, Tigatron's like my favorite character from the show. Or this dude, or that. in the extended fiction, you can't find a more badass character. He's great, dude. Tigatron oh, yeah, dude. is a great character. He so, he and, shows. Uh, yeah, he sh- he shows up and like unleashes some like Scarlet Witch black magic shit. And like all of his, all all the enemies everywhere are just dead. That's what I love about those so comics, I'm, man. I don't know how I'm, far you've got in them, but I'm uh, really stoked for uh, TFCon, man. Uh, uh, you know, pardon me if I butcher the guy's name. Uh, Blue Mankuma, is that it? I, I think that's how you say. That's how I say yep. it. Yeah. So uh, you know, he's gonna be there, and uh, I'm excited to meet the guy, and uh, you know, and just kind of, I guess, 
share my 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 love for you know beast wars and uh, his character in specific right so for sure I, that's that's like you know i know i'm getting like the autograph and stuff like that but if there were ever an opportunity for me to just meet him and get a picture like i would still take that you know would if, you he, if he came him? to a would you ask him the question? I would absolutely ask him the question. I would, I would hope he would like, I hope he would like, I would explain to him like, look, look this isn't, this isn't you. Like, I'm sorry. Do you, do this you think is, he remembers? Do, do, you, do you think he even knows what the hell went on in that show 20 some odd years later? Oh man. Like all of the other ones do. So I feel, and, and he's been doing the convention circuit kind of on and off, you know, the Transformers oh, conventions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he, I think he was at the 2006 bot con and he may have been at a few other TF cons and, and things like that. So he's, He's familiar, I think, familiar enough, and uh, I would absolutely pop the question. Um, and, and, and I feel like just Get with my on one knee. Uh, yes, uh, I feel like um, I'm a glutton for abuse. I don't like nice guys. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, you know, like like all of them, all the all the Beast Wars voice actors and actresses um, that I've interacted with, you know, like they were they were still very much like into it you know what i mean like like they they enjoyed it and they they enjoy seeing the enjoyment that we get and that's that's what's really cool man like if if, yeah. if, if you've never met gary i'm sure you have um being in close proximity with tfcon and all um he like he's such a great dude personally just such an awesome dude david yeah. the same way venus same way you know I'll, i want to meet the rest of them while you know while i still can But that wraps up our collector interview. Um, you are more than welcome to stay on and talk uh, with us, the news and the topics and things like that. So without further ado, if I can uh, get my laptop to work for me. Uh, are we seeing this? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Beast I hope we're seeing this. Chat. Yeah, we're gonna present this to everyone. Jeepers and um, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Okay, are you presenting to everyone, or are you still highlighted on yeah, me? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh, I'm looking at it on my phone, and um, I'm making sure it's uh here. It's I'm gonna highlight Dalton. myself. Yeah. It's not on Dalton. It's all good. <laughs> Josh, him, tell us in the chat. I heard him talking. He popped up. I can't have that. So, um, all right, this week's. Beast Out and Shout, brought to you by the Blackout and Shout crew. Those are some awesome dudes. Y'all should go check them out. It's uh, insects versus insects. Now, I feel like this is rigged, and I'll tell you why. Um, we have the two dum-dums and the greatest warrior Megatron ever had that wasn't Dinobot versus three cynical psychopath killers that can clone themselves. Scale, of course, does not matter. It's all about the colony. So, Mike, who do you think has this? Well, uh, yeah, you might have thought it was rigged because when I saw this earlier today, I was like, just G1 Insecticons all the way on this one. Because yeah, man, they're like, they're a they're, hive mind, dude. They're, they're, a lot, like, they're a little unit, you know? Right. They, they all get along. They all work together. They are smart as shit. They are vindictive as anything there is. And like you said, you got the only really warrior over there in Scorpinox versus Tweedledee and Tweedledum. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, when I saw this earlier, it was, it was really 
This is like the only one that I've actually gone off of not being Beast Wars and agreeing with G1. So, I mean, as far as intelligence or the way the cartoon comics put them, you know, um, they were pretty good. And I would even say maybe the toy to a certain degree is a little bit better depending on which toy. Uh, G1, nice and simple. Um, the legend figures on them are actually pretty uh, decent as well to where, you know, um, sometimes on Waspinator and uh, um, la, 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 all three of them, all three of them, really, they just kind of have like loose hips or, you know, they kind of sometimes have a problem standing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I go G1 on this one, sadly. Sorry. Yeah. Dalton, what about you, man? I- <laughs> I am really on the fence here because at the same time of, you know, them cloning themselves and being super intelligent, those clones can be easily destroyed. I mean, with them being a hive mind, there's got to be some sort of strain on how many bodies they have cloned. I feel like, though, if you breathe on Waspinator the wrong way, he's going to fall apart. And Scorponok's (laughs) prone to having, like, heavy falling objects from the sky crush him. Out of complete and utter nowhere. And Inferno's carrying the two of them. He really is. And burning everything. So, I mean, should have just been Inferno versus the Insecticons. I mean, at that point, kind of, yeah. Cryotech, what you got on this? I got to go with my beasts, and I got to do that for a couple different reasons. Um, So, yeah, Inferno, man, just as a character in general, like Inferno is psycho kind of that, that fight to the death, man, just absolutely like, you know, like, like, you know what Dakota, like you were saying earlier, man, uh, Inferno's like much like a dino bot in that aspect of just, you know, for, for the colony, man. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I, I gotta give it to them. Waspinator, like, you know what? He might not be the greatest fighter, but, uh, I don't know. There's there's a reason he survived the whole Beast Wars, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah. keeps he keeps coming back, man, and uh, and he's he's damn hard to kill. Uh, Scorponok, um, you know, we we saw a little bit throughout season one, sort of Scorponok being a, a a little bit of like a lesser tarantulas, a little more bumbling, and uh, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, with with the the cyber bee. Uh, you know, the, the one that he stuck on Primal and made him go all like, uh, you know, Robocop on the on the Predacons, right? So to speak. So, oh, there you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think overall the uh, the Preds got a little more going on than the Insecticons do. I mean, you know, like like you were saying, um, you know, they, they can clone and they're a hive mind, but you know what what kind of what kind of limitations does that have you know if if you kill like the original shrapnel is that going to kill all of the the shrapnel clones you know i would mean? think so like i think like since he would be the alpha right you know mm-hmm. it would uh so so you're, you're saying but like that's the thing man i don't trust inferno scorponok or waspinator to have that kind of tactic like if it were dinobot he would immediately go for the heads. Inferno, like he just he just wants to kill them all. Scorponok wants to try his damnedest, and Waspinator's he's just going to be there. Like that's that's how I kind of see it, it going out. Like these aren't the three uh, most military minded of Megatron's Predacons, like at all. 
the two of them are the most loyal. I mean, the Insecticons... All three of them them arguably are the most loyal. The Insecticons want to do their own thing. Yeah, but if you put them up against each other, you know what I mean? I I don't know. Um, Real quick, a few comments that uh, that stuck out to me. Uh, JC from TKO Podcast. Go check them out. Uh, He said none. They all suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, too. Dude, JC is awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, Marky said Inferno would destroy all for the colony, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like kind of where I'm. You know, I'm I'm sort of leaning to too, but I'll I'll double back around to that. Uh, our boy Rob Brown said Insecticons all the way. Bombshell alone could manage the three. I don't know about that. Maybe, but I, I don't. With those cerebral shells, maybe. Yeah, it's a possibility. But you kill him; those things are ineffective. Yep. You know, if, if for whatever reason, all three just sort of focused on him for whatever reason, it's within the, the, the realm of possibility. I think there's a lot of a lot of votes for the Insecticons on this one. Um, Juan said, OK, talking about the characters in Beast Wars and G1 cartoon Beast Wars all the way. They just had personalities and were such a comic relief. Um, he did go on to say Scorbinock may be his least favorite, though. Oh, sorry, Brett. And uh James said, this is the only one where it's been hard to argue for the Beast Wars side. The insect, the Insecticon. The Insecticons <laughs> proved to be very real threat uh, on multiple occasions, while sadly the Beast Wars Insecticons were, or the Beast Wars Insects, rather, were mostly cannon fodder and com- comic relief. Uh, still, though, as a Beast Wars fanboy, I'm going to give it to Scorponok, Waspinator, and Inferno. That's what it's all about. Uh, me... Again, like I think, I think Waspinator and Scorponok would be enough cannon fodder. Uh, even if the other, you know, even if the the G one Insecticons didn't utilize their cloning abilities, um, where Inferno would just run in and take butt. You know what I mean? Like he he has such a such a will to to fight, as you said earlier. Like he powered through Energon Overload. <laughs> Like refused to transform until he got the job done. The dude came back from being like almost half disintegrated at the end of season two. Uh, He's a maniac. Like, <laughs> Inferno, like, dude, is a formidable foe. They kind of dumbed him down in season three, I think. But um, he, man, he's still just a uh, like like it's hard to Inferno. I think is the saving grace, but. Again, like these three Predacons, they're not a unit. Um, mm-hmm. The Insecticons are a unit, and that's where I feel the Insecticons are gonna are gonna win. Like they're they're a, a proper team, you know. So, uh, so that, that's kind of where I feel like this shouldn't have been the the verses. Realistically, it should have been the Jointrons versus the Insecticons. Um, that well, that's not, my not everyone knows the Jointrons though. The well, I mean, enough people should. The, the three dudes for or even even if you're gonna say uh the tripedicus council there uh, the go. three tripedicus <clears throat> three tripedicus guys or even the triple decus guys um i think that would have been a, a better versus but that's uh that's just me uh josh fisher in the chat said sorry it's g1 this time uh he said they aren't a hive mind but bombshell has hypno chips that can mind control he was able to mind control prowl for shit's sake yeah but prowl's a dick um, and mirage did he control Mirage? Yeah, it's that episode where Cliff Jumper thought he was a traitor the whole time. 
Uh, I, thought Josh was, big... I thought Josh was talking about the comics, like an IDW. Oh. And like, that's another thing, dude. IDW Insecticons, Jesus, man. They're brutal. Well, even in um, Fall of Cybertron, the Align continuity, they were a formidable force. Yeah. Especially in Prime, they were everywhere. <laughs> Brother Kyle said, I feel like Inferno could potentially fuck him up, but Shrapnel would just point and say, oh no, the colony, and distract him. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's entirely possible. And then zap him with his lightning powers that he apparently has. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was that's a good one, but like ultimately... Objectively, the Insecticons as characters, though Beast Wars, all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, in in a physical fight, the Insecticons, I'd I'd say win. Yeah, I'd still like to like. Yeah, even even if you just paired them up one v one, like I think Inferno would beat whoever he was paired up against, but the other two would definitely lose. Mm -hmm. So that was it. Was a good one. This was a good one. Jed rigged it, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, now, getting into news, it's very like this week. However, some more Beast Wars prototypes popped up on eBay. And some uh, some pretty difficult to find ones nowadays, too. So, the seller is Cobra.Zartan. Hopefully, you can all see that. Um, these are... It's, it's mostly, like, stuff from Neo... But like I think I don't I don't think it's Neo like I don't think they were test shots for the Neo line I think it was for uh, like Armada Dinobots or something like that or Universe one of those two. But I thought this one was pretty cool the the sling, uh, just like the the strange like why is half of his his head white like this is the same toy, mm-hmm. but why is like the half of his head white I think that's pretty wild. That is a little strange. It really is. And like the Z seventy five, uh, for for real, right? The the Z seventy five pterosaur, the one that's like all lime green, it's been up there for years, and it's it's not moving. Uh, but this one, I kind of like the color scheme on it a little bit more. The white and the teal, like you said, very Tigatron colors. I wonder and if that'd be a good shattered glass. It just uh, well, if it wasn't already laser beak, then mm, yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, just the Tigatron deco. Yeah. But I, I do think this one is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And again, going with uh, that kind of ivory and teal, the uh, oh god, what's his name? Caldart. Caldart. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or they probably called him Slug or Sludge or Slut, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But like, if you're wanting to kind of get in on some of these Beast Wars Neo test shots, uh, or, or test shots of Beast Wars Neo exclusive molds, like this is kind of the way to do it. And I know like these were probably a dime a dozen, you know, between five and 10 years ago, but they just, you know, wells dried up. So, and then my, probably my personal favorite Neo basic um, bazooka. I love this thing. I love these colors, the white and the dark gray. And you can even see he's got the, looks like the Dinobot spark crystal. I really do like this. This is one that I'm 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 leaning and thinking pretty heavy on. I did uh pay for for two of them. Uh none none of these that we're taking a look at here. But Yeah, that's a, that's a mold I need to get. I need to get bump. Or yeah, not like bump, but bazooka, bazooka in general is just hard to find. Uh this like, one uh, oh, oh sorry to cut you. No, off. no, no, go I ahead. Feel like that uh that color scheme is like a couple paint apps away from being like 
you know, like a, a pretty cool like release of the toy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, slap on some paint for the eyes and like maybe some kind of dry brushing or whatever for all the the scales and, and uh, like horns and things like that. Just a few little deta- chest details and stuff like that. Absolutely. I think that would look awesome. Yeah. This is a blast from the past. I'm trying to talk him uh, into letting me purchase this one. Um, but I've, I, I wanted it years ago when it popped up. And I didn't get it because I wasn't really collecting prototypes back then. Uh, but this is the Fall of Cybertron Grimlock, which is a really fun toy in general. But it's got the Megatron, the Beast Wars Megatron head on it. I, w- I wish that thing wasn't canceled. I, oh, I, yeah. I know, dude. I wish I wish that would have seen a release somehow. Um, it's just, I mean, the head sculpt looks so great. And, like, I don't even care what color scheme they would have put on it. They could have done Transmetal, Season 1, Season 3. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I would have I would have eaten this up. Absolutely. So Season 1 all the way. I, I think the purple would look really good on that. Yeah, I think this is, um like... The reason I think I didn't get it was because I was like, oh, well, sweet. We'll just get it and I'll just get the, you know, the regular one. But time has made a fool out of me. Mm-hmm. Do we uh, do we got a close up on that head sculpt? I don't. Uh, like I said, it's it's uh, if you go to eBay and just type in like Beast Wars prototype, it'll show up um, and you can kind of like zoom in on it. Um, I think it was like 2013, 2012. Whenever, uh, yeah, something like that. It, I think it 13. Popped up. Yeah. And someone said there were like four of them, but there's far more than four of them, um, for what that's worth. But that's, that's definitely one that I, that I do want. And hopefully I can work a deal out with them and, and get it. But, and, uh, this is another Ooh. one, man. This is one that, I mean, it's not Beast Wars proper, but it is a beast mold. And it's, uh, one of my favorite molds from the Transformers Prime line. Um, this is the Thundertron. And you can see it's got the not for sale stamp here. The other side, it looks like it was kind of like sandpapered away. It's really, really strange. Um, but I almost, I almost grabbed one of these off of Tao Bao about a year or two ago. And whenever I, you know, whenever I'd kind of gone through my agent to get it, apparently someone, you know, had beat me to it. I'm pretty bummed about it. But this is another one I wouldn't mind uh, grabbing. I just love the, you know, the teal, the gray, and the, the translucent yellow. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, I really do. It's, like an, it's another one that looks like it could be a potential release. Just add a few paint apps. Yeah, a lot of the reason why I kind of want this is I have the pre-production sample of Alpha Trizer. Uh, and he's, you know, he's got a stamp on his head and, uh, he's got like the silver paint on his beard that the, the, the finished toy didn't have, but, um, I, I would like to have this just kind of put with that, but really cool. There's a bunch of other stuff. There's a lot of green tag sealed beast war stuff, uh, that he's got, um, you know, various other test shots from, from different eras. Uh, it's all, it's all really cool, man. So I dig it. Anybody else got anything they want to add to any of this? I don't got anything else, no, Mike. Good. No, I'm good. Right. I want the Beast Wars Megatron there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> for real. So, and that is it for our news. Like I said, it was a light week. So, let's get into some topity topics. Mike, we'll start off with you. What? What kind of 
soundtrack would you put together for Beast Wars Season 2? I was like, what kind of songs would you use? I would use, oh, what's that one? Um, um, I already used one we used last time. Um, damn it, it's that. Um, remember the movie? Um, oh, what was it? Uh, the Three Musketeers oh, with, uh, huh? No, no, no. Three Musketeers with Oliver Platt years ago. You were probably even born yet. Um, <laughs> but had a song with um, Brian Adams. Uh, they did like it was like an all for one, all for none song. Look it up, man. You know, Google it. You know, it's, it's got to be archived somewhere. That was one of the songs I was thinking was that one because kind of like a, 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 a you're kind of like a all together, all for one, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought about that. Where would you put that like in the in the I, season? Just kind of like Do you have a specific scene in mind for uh, that? I didn't. It was more like a season overview, I guess you could say. Um, I gotcha. And then um, when you're thinking more towards uh, season two, uh, when um, they, you know, were there at the, uh, was there at the arc in the end of season two? You got the and, touch? Uh, Is that what you want to say? You wanna, no, you wanna you I got was going to go. The- no, no, no. I was going to be um, from back to the future, uh, back in time. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> Um. So yeah, those are the two I thought of. Dalton. I mean, there's some oh. other. I mean, there's some other ones I come <coughs> up with, but you always gonna know it. That, I, that I, I would. There. I would say for coming of the fusors, definitely uh, the good, bad, and the ugly theme. Oh, uh, ecstasy of uh, the ecstasy of gold. I think is what it's called. Uh, wh- whatever the dual song is. Yeah. The ex- uh, yeah, I think it's something. Uh, maybe it's called that. Yeah, I, I get you. I got you though. Uh, for what was it Bad Spark? Either Bad Spark or Transmutate. I would definitely say uh, the Jason theme. That just well, especially for Ram- Bad Spark with Rampage. Either that yeah. or uh, the Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street theme. I'm see. I'm surprised. Like I would think like that Michael Myers thing would be kind of. I mean, more, the, more to any, rampage speed. Any one of those three would work, or even Psycho. Oh, just the the shower. You know, I got thing. you. Is that is that is that um, another one for Dinobot? Dinobot would be a hard one for uh, Code of Hero. I already got mine. I already got mine for Code of Hero, <laughs> and none of y'all are going to get it, so I'm okay with it. But while you're thinking, uh, Cryotech, you got any? How would you uh, replace some of the Beast Wars uh, season two soundtrack? I would say uh, maybe like instruments of destruction from the movie, just to kind of harken back to you know that that scene, uh, you know, aboard the Autobot ship. Um, but like, I want that, but like. I don't know, heavier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know uh, if you've ever been able to see Vince DiCola live. Um, but like all of his shit is so much heavier live. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I uh, saw him at the 2016 BotCon. Yep. 
And I was like, it, it took everything in me not to just like be out on the balcony, just straight head banging, no hair. You know, I think I was bald <laughs> at the time or shaved or whatever. But um, yeah, dude, it's it's like it hits so much harder live. It's it's awesome. Yeah, man. So I'd, I'd say that or like just like, I don't know, maybe some like 80s thrash metal somewhere in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Throw throw like some Megadeth in there somewhere, you know, like like maybe like uh, like that scene where like uh, Inferno and Black Arachne are having like that crazy fight. You know what I mean? And the, the mechanics like something, you know, yeah, like something like that. Right. So I don't know. It's 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 such a tough call because like, you know what? Beast Wars has such a good soundtrack. man. It really does. You know, Um the only thing I can even think coming close as far as like coming close to like the epicness of that intro is uh, I, I don't I think it might have just been um, what's it called uh, for Canadian broadcasts. But uh, Dragon Ball Z had this intro. Rock da, 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 da. Yeah, it was it was in yeah, the US dude. too, man. Dude, it was uh... so good. Right. So like that'd be know. a great season three intro. Something, With, uh, something like that, you know what I mean? Just like fast and heavy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have anything else, or was it just kind of those? No, I think that's it. All right, I think I, I think uh, I've oh, figured out ahead. the one. Death of Optimus Prime for Code of Hero, like when Dinobots dying. I think that would be the only one I could think of. I no, dude, here use this one, Armageddon. Where Ben Affleck is slinging the live Tyler. Close my I miss eye. you. There you go. That's it. That's it, dude. So, Aerosmith, I don't want to miss a thing. That would be really good. <laughs> <laughs> just for the funeral. Um, all right. For me, for uh, just for Quick Strike in general, I just imagine him just like railing a line of cocaine and listening to Eruption. Like just just nice. eruption by Van Halen, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's you know just a nice little like minute thing, but like that's that's just how I like like when I imagine Quick Strike, like that's just see, his thing. See for Quick Strike, I'm thinking Wanted, Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Oh no! I'll you know what? I'll one get up out of this here. podcast. <laughs> I'll one get up that. you here. Uh, Copperhead Road by Steve Earle. Jesus, that's actually yeah, that's so perfect. Isn't that great? Oh man, um, it was it was between that and like Cowboys from Hell. Just uh, like, I'm a big Pantera fan, so like any anything uh, from them, I think would have worked for Quick Strike. Um, for uh, oh god, I just had it for like the uh, the end of the season, the season finale. Uh, I think it was was it part one where they were all diving out of the uh, diving out of Ravage's ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortunate Son by CCR. Just thinking like you know, those old like Vietnam movies, and that was a song written during the era. I could just see them all just diving out of uh, diving out of the ship to uh, to a little bit of a uh, credence, like uh, the the theme to Mash or something, you know? Yeah, that too. Uh, something that I just recently found out about, like, I'm not big on current, like, bands and music and things like that. Like, typically my tastes fall off after 2003, 2004. 
But uh, I just found out about the Doom soundtrack and BFG Division for the Code of Hero, just Dinobots just murdering all the Predacons. Yeah. If you've never heard BFG Division, you need to look it up now and give it a listen. And it was like, at first I was going to do the Mortal Kombat theme because that's something that uh, Bob Forward put together for a BotCon back in the day. But whenever I heard BFG Division, I was like, holy shit, that's way more perfect. And uh, for the Agenda Part 3, when the the lightning storm is happening, got to go with some classic uh, uh, Metallica with uh, Ride the Lightning. Nice. See, an- another Metallica one I would think of is uh, one again for Code of Hero. Yeah, I could see that too. Again, like all that Vietnam <clears throat> sort of theme stuff, mm-hmm. or even like the Rambo, you know, music or whatever, running through the jungle sort of thing. Welcome to the Jungle, I think, is what Hasbro used at the uh, Hall of Fame whenever oh, Dinobot. Yeah, whenever Dinobot was inducted. Uh, I wish I could find a copy of that. Like, I wish somebody would have recorded that video because. The one they uploaded to their YouTube was just some generic, you know, non-licensed music. See, that 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 would be perfect for season one, like at the end of the first episode. Yeah, but talking about season two, honestly, uh, Welcome to the Jungle would be great for uh, uh, God, the one where they were stuck in beast mode. I can never remember the name of that episode. Yeah, Call the Wild. Mm -hmm. I think that would be perfect for that. But, But yeah, season two. Yep. All right. Would you like to see the return of toy themed uh, board or card games and how likely or often are you to play them? Uh, Would you be more likely if they were, you know, digital or or app, you know, phone games or or whatever? And I ask that because like, Mike, you seem to take a liking to the mutating card game that we played. I brought it to to Little Rock and we never even played it. Uh, but it was a fun game. Like once you figured out the rules and it was just like, okay, this is a lot of fun. So Mike, you can, you can go first. I know, you know, there's the transformers trading card game out there now, but I'm, I'm not super familiar with it. And then there's, I know they got an app game too, but I am you know. um, more, I guess, cause my age, I'm old school. I would prefer something like what we played that night. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, really a lot of fun pain in that game. And I told you, I know you brought it with you when you came up here. We, we never got a chance to play it or even thought about it. Excuse me. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, you know, that there was really fun, you know, and uh, I felt like a kid again playing. You know, I mean, you know, I played stuff, you know, like, you know, I'm used to Clue and Monopoly and older games and stuff like that, you know. But, um, yeah, I really liked – I would want – something similar to what we played that night. I'm not a big fan on a lot of the um, uh, the newer stuff, you know, like the new card games, like World of Warcraft, stuff of that nature. I know nothing about that. Magic, uh, Magic the Gathering, you mean? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I just don't know how much I knew about it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would want to want something similar to what we played because I thought it was pretty badass. Yeah, man, it, it was, dude. Like, I know – Whenever, because I've had it for a few months now, and I, you know, there's no one local that would really be interested or into to playing it. But it's like you and Brett, the two old timers, <laughs> y'all were mopping the floor with everyone, you know. And then like y'all are like, dude, if you're playing that game, you got to be Predacons. Um, mm-hmm. I, dude, I honest to God, man, I had so much fun playing it. I was just like, man, I wonder if I could create like a, 
you know, like like just do like a, a simple like Flash app just to you know recreate the just the basic game and and just have it just for our little group to play. You know, or- like not put it out there and then you know get sued. Uh, <laughs> you know, but just just something like privatize like i don't know if you can do private apps i'm not i'm not well read into to any of that but it's like i think that would be an absolute blast um just to just to play like over the internet you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, I think it, i think it would be awesome now would you prefer digital or would you want it to be like a, a physical physical yeah i'm the same kind of person yeah. i'd rather have a comic book in hand versus uh, reading digital comics um yeah i mean i'm the same way but it's like some stuff it's just like give it to me both ways you know <laughs> dalton what about you man i i definitely agree i think they should go back to physical card games or you know stuff like what we had with the mutating card game because i had a ton of fun with that uh yeah like, be, I being, wish I being the maximals and being one of the few times that they won <laughs> right um, I wish I knew like what the the current Transformers card game was all about. I feel like it's it's a it's a take on you know I guess like what Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh or even Magic would be, where it's just kind of like you get the booster decks and you got to kind of hope and pray that RNG is just grateful for you, um, grateful to you rather. But I like the I like the aspect of that mutating card game because it was all it was all there it was all fair you know. Yeah. So. I got you. I'm sorry, Dalton. Anything else you wanted to add? No, that's that's pretty much it. I, I definitely want to see a return to that form because the the mobile games are just kind of they're for the birds at this point. I hear you. Have you played the Transformers uh mobile game? I have game? not. Okay. It's up your bracket. What? That's up your bracket, Allie. Yeah, man, it's no. your age group. <laughs> <laughs> say that but like i think jesse plays it (laughs) (laughs) he's way older i think barrett's or our our buddy uh chris barrett still plays it i think i have to have to ask about it cryotech what about you man um so i think if it's something self-contained like uh like a board game or something where uh like not not like a trading card game but something where you know you kind of get all the pieces out of the box type of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I would love that. Uh, kind of like Heroscape? I, I don't actually know what that is. I don't either. It, it. I mean, it was a board game. It was modular, so you got to build your terrain and everything, and you had these little pieces that you put on the board. Dude, that sounds like a bunch of fucking fun for a Beast Wars game. Yeah, it wow. was fun. Awesome. They had Marvel characters. That, it was all over the place. Do you so, imagine, uh, like, because, like, that, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, like, that reminds me, like, like so the, so the Beast Wars mutating card game is, it's it's like that, but it's more two-dimensional, and, you know, where you, where you flip the cards. Could you imagine having, like, Beast Mode and Robot Mode counterparts? Like, same rules, you build the terrain, though, but same kind of rules apply with, like, the the kind of power cards and, and your moves and things like that. Oh, dude, that'd be killer. That'd be absolutely mm-hmm. killer. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. My if, bad. It's, if it's something grid-based like that, I would love to see something like that, and for good measure... Throw stasis pods on the board. You know oh. oh, to unlock. Oh, yeah. well. And, yeah, and you get that, a random, it'd be a randomized character that you'd get. That would be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, you, you could really kind of, at that point, like you said, like you could kind of mix and match and, and really sort of change what you're playing every time. Get more um, than just show characters. Yeah. 
yeah mm-hmm. you know comic exclusive characters even like you know whatever toy exclusive characters Bantor. Had, right? <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah no i uh, i used to play magic for uh, a number of years and i played Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon when i was like you know a young kid growing up and stuff like that and you know what like it's just it's a lot of money to sink into something um you know it 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 just it can get really overwhelming yes and uh you know i'd I'd rather see like hasbro as a company put resources into like at the end of the day i'm a collector you know what i mean and like i would rather see them put more money and more resources into you know the figures give us you know like like with with siege they're they've done really good with like just the, the sheer amount of like detail on some of the sculpts you know like look at shockwave man shockwave's like just you know packed with like little tiny little you know details and stuff you know but give us like more paint apps better paint apps like you know what i mean i'd, I'd rather see resources used in that aspect so you know like uh the the tcg game out now it's it's a hard pass for me i i, I might give it a go you know I, I might play it once whatever but uh it's not something i'd want to you know invest my time and my my money in right yeah which right now fortunately um all of the what you know would be considered a buddy of mine local hit me up he's like dude you know there's a there's a trading card game i was like yeah i got two booster packs with my with the last two comics i got because i still get the the new idw comics um i I I haven't even opened them like you know like at, at this point i'm just waiting and hoping that those booster packs like for whatever strange reason, skyrocket in value, and then I'm just going to dump them unopened. Like I know that's probably not how that works, but I feel like they're trying to catch that Magic the Gathering lightning in a bottle again and doing it for Transformers and with Transformers, and I just don't think it's going to work out for them. Um, but like ultimately, like yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'd rather it be a completely contained thing. And you'd mentioned the collecting aspect of it. Um, you can, even if you're not playing that, that, uh, mutating card game board game, you can set it up like as its own little display piece and it displays nicely. I I was kind of playing around with it in the later hours of Robocon, uh, last month, you know, like we had, there were a few empty shelves to kind of play with. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to set this beast wars mutating card game up. Um, and, and by the way, dude, if, if you ever like see one on eBay and it's a decent price, I totally recommend picking it up, you know, especially if you have anyone local that would be even into it. It's a really, it's a really fun play. But um, the, the thing that we were kind of talking about, like, even if it's not Beast Wars related, but like building your own Cybertronian cityscape as, as you know, as like a, what, what are they called, Dalton? Like the, the moving around board games? Uh, I, like the one you were talking about earlier, it doesn't matter. Oh, um, modular. Yeah, modular. Like just to, yeah, that's, you know, that's if, exactly what I was thinking about with the Heroescape thing. If like you, if it's yeah. Beast Wars, make it like a junk, like have trees and shit all around. Well, you could, you or, could do a jungle. You could do like you know desert plain, mountains. You know, water. Ba- like the like the possibilities are almost limitless for not a whole lot of pieces. But even if it's not Beast Wars related, just as you know. Cybertronian cityscapes, like if you want to, you know, play this in Iacon or Kaon or you know Cybertropolis, whatever you can, you can kind of build that to your theme. If you want to play it, you know, in the the Rust Sea or whatever, like you can do that. 
I think that'd be I think that'd be super cool. I think it I think it beats the pants off of that kind of trading card game mentality of you know spend five hundred dollars on booster packs and you know get what you want or pay eleven dollars for a sound wave, which I think is apparently like the card to have or whatever. You know, fortunately right now it's cheap to go in on, but it's like you know I, I don't think it'll increase in cost to go in on. Um, but like everyone else, I would rather a, a physical game, but I would not be against having like a digital counterpart to it that interacts with the physical. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, de- definitely check out, like look up HeroScape because I had a lot of fun with it as a kid. So Cool. Anything else anybody wants to add to this topic before we move on to number three? Uh, I've actually got to... Uh got to fly so uh you know i i just want to say like uh thanks for having me on i've i've had a really good time and uh it was wicked um you know just uh talking to you know like-minded people that uh you know share a, a love and passion for uh transformers and and beast wars in general so for sure man and thanks for coming on dude it, it was really awesome Definitely. to talk to you getting to know another another beast wars guy i know like we talk you know on twitter so uh but you know for everyone else to kind of get to know uh, another uh, collector out there in the Beast Wars fandom. I'll link all your stuff in the description. So uh, if not, you can find them at Cryotech Customs on Twitter. And soon, hopefully soon, sooner rather than later, some stuff on YouTube, right? And uh, Instagram as well. Okay, so you're you're the same Instagram as Twitter. Yep, yep, same thing. Awesome, awesome. Well, man, thanks for stopping by, dude. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. All right, take it easy, man. All right, later. Uh, real quick in the comments before we do move on, Josh Fisher said, Heroescape was amazing. He said, yeah. I have a front of that shit at my mom's house somewhere. I need to get it. So I, I need to track it down again. That's uh, just too fun. That's awesome, dude. Like that's, I, you know, I, I think, I think it's, that'd be sweet. I think that'd be it, good to play. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like mixing D and D with, with like a, risk. Yeah. Or even, or it, it's just like a get to the other guys and you roll a dice depending so on how I was, many I was gonna, like I was going to say like D&D meets Monopoly but minus like the money shit. Yeah, I mean it, it's just a huge like you build your landscape, you build it however you want. You can build mountains, have a river, lakes. So, that's awesome. But, yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to get on some like stranger things nerd shit. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of topical. These, these things, yeah. It really is. All right. Mike, I, I I expect to hear a lot of you on out of you on this one. <laughs> what is one thing you would want to change about the fandom? Oh shit! Fucking third party. <laughs> oh, here we go. Third party for starters. Um, I can't stand that. Um, there's a oh probably a a few um collectors that I wouldn't mind being blinked out of existence. <laughs> all right, so your roll, Thanos. No, no, no. We need an angry Mike moment. No, I mean... Angry Mike man. last oh week God, got a lot I... of hits. <laughs> Where the fuck do I even start with the fandom right now? I mean, you got all the millennials like fucking Dalton over here <laughs> talking about Armada and Energon's the greatest. It is not. Of course, you got Josh. You got Josh talking about how gee, what is everything? And I'm still waiting on my Galvatron masterpiece, which ain't going to fucking happen anytime soon. Okay, so I mean, where do we start? Sweet, 
where do I end? I mean, where do this I was, even work? This was worth. <laughs> this was absolutely <laughs> worth losing Jesus. monetization. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, oh my God. I mean, and the fandom. Oh, let's talk about not the fandom. Let's talk about uh, supply and demand. Hasbro, get the stick out your ass. Give us our shit. Target, learn to hire someone in your IT department that doesn't screw up every single damn time you turn around. You're you're mad you got something early. Well, I'm mad for the people who didn't get it. Angry, angry so, Mike. No, oh, I'm angry. How sweet. I'm I'm speaking up. I'm speaking up for the people who didn't get it, which angry I really Mike, don't care that you didn't get it because I got it. <laughs> yeah. Man of the Hasbro time. people. Josh Fisher Man, said. I mean, Josh Fisher oh said, gosh. third party is superior." Sorry, Mike. He said, "No hate, though." But uh, I don't know. Which I mean, I don't buy all the G one third party. Hold stuff, on, I'm coming off my screen. I just... I'm coming off my screen. <laughs> that's what I think. Okay, that's what I think about third party. I'm going back to my angry site. I uh, going back to my cave. I, you know, I don't. I don't know about all the G one third party. I mean, like, I, I got. You know, I get the mastermind creations like comic book stuff. Except I'm boycotting them till they release Guzzle in a single pack. Um, you okay. suck mastermind creations. Don't give them your, your money. Wait for the clearance sale at Big Bad. Um, but like I know for the Beast War stuff, man, like Takara is whooping ass. And like every time I see Takara do something, either third party is done or third party do something Takara has done, I still look at it. And I'm like, man, Takara whoop that ass. So I don't know. There's some really cool third party shit out there, like. I would love more uh, IDW-inspired bots because I know Hasbro's not going to do that old style of IDW anymore. We're fortunate MMC and maybe even SXS Toys are still going to be throwing their hat in that ring. We'll but, um, find out this weekend. Maybe. I don't, I don't expect Hopefully. to hear anything. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, let's like, be dude, honest. When the we, last when the, there's like, a... third-party panels. And, like, let's get into that real quick. You know, it's, it's like... Well, it's because whoever's putting them together isn't really doing much like due diligence, and it's all like required by some fan to put together this slideshow. To you know what I mean? It's like it's like that. Like the third party companies, like they're reached out to, and like they send out you know whatever, and they'll send out the prototypes and stuff like that to the retailers. But it's like there's no real effort put into it being a good presentation, you know. And, and it's Wasn't been like that for some years. When we talked about TFCon on Cybercast, and it was like two years in a row, was like the shit we talked about the year before. That that's how lame their their panel is for third party at TFCon. I, I mean, it's they don't put out anything worth mentioning that we haven't already seen. Well, it's, and it's not it's not just TFCon. To be fair, like it's even you know the third party panels that are at other uh, Transformers conventions. Um, but again, it's, it, it all kind of falls onto a, a fan or a retailer or something like that to have to put that panel together, to have to put that slideshow together. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, there's no checking to see if there's anything new about it. And, and all it is, is just, uh, like, like I believe this year at Chicago or last year, rather in Chicago, it was just like three other fans, just like us. They were just up there, like going through sideshows and be like, well, this is what this is. Well, this is what that is. It's like, Shit that's been on the internet for months. So who? So this falls on on. Let's be honest. The guy behind TFCon who wants to be the next Spotcon needs to get off his ass and make his show worthwhile. Because I mean, the panels on something like that 
you want me to come in and look at your panels and the product for third party, then not only does Colonies get off his ass, but these third party companies get off their ass and send representatives if they want people to buy, my opinion, their garbage to begin with. Jesus. I mean, it's the, now I know. It's true. Let's be honest. It's true. I know. And well, and like something I will, I will say, I know at the Toronto show, like sometimes there will be a representative there from the company. Um, but I mean, I, I guess it's only good for the Toronto show. Um, Josh Fisher said that, uh, most third party announcements are made overseas. Uh, you know, like, I don't know if they'd be done at Tokyo toy show, but like maybe some of the Chinese shows, um, he said they don't care about the U S market because it's so small compared to their overseas base. And that's true too. Like, I think that's, that's fair within reason, but it's like, you know, so many people know and relate TFCon to like the third party transformers convention. Like that's just, that's just what it's synonymous with. It's always been synonymous with come look at new third party stuff and, you know, get your third party stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, from the from the organizer from the organizer standpoint, well, no. they absolutely need to put more love into into uh, making that panel something but worth what, your time. Here's what I don't understand: what you just said, where the Japanese market says, or Japanese say China, that U.S. China. is a small market. China. China. Okay, I'm sorry. So I don't understand how they can sit there and say that when they know they are putting out products that Hasbro's not doing at the said time and knowing that, you know, U.S. buyers are going to want, I mean. Yeah, but you got to, you got to like, like we, I feel like a lot of people and even sometimes I'm guilty of it. Look at the U.S. market for third party. Like it's, it's bigger than what it really is. And it's just not. Um, Now in China where the stuff is on store shelves and, you know, it's, it's, it's out there and it's booming. Like you're already like, like third party, man, you're already talking about stuff that's made in like increments of no more than 5,000 pieces. Like you're, you're talking like botcon production numbers uh, or a little over essentially for, for Just third for party their, releases for their store. And you're, you're overall. Well, I mean, overall, overall, okay. and you're okay. probably looking at, you know, maybe 20 to 30%, maybe. Uh, of that coming to the U.S. You know, a lot of people want to be like, oh, we're, you know, third-party fans. We're all, you know, 2,000 members of a Facebook page strong. And it's like, well, are you? Are you all? Are you buying every single third-party? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you start to look at it like third-party stuff is made in extremely low production numbers uh, compared to, like, official stuff. So I get it. And, and they're, you know, like I said, they're probably moving 60 to 70, possibly 80% of that stuff uh, in the Chinese market, opposed to the the U.S., the U.K., and and even other outside markets, so that that I do I do agree with that. But again, man, like if you're if you're gonna do a third party panel, and I get it, you know you, you're you're doing a convention, you need to have panels and stuff for people to kind of like wind down and also get excited for. You know what I mean? Because like that's that's how I viewed a lot of the botcon panels. Uh, you know, whenever I'd go to a botcon, I'm like, well. You know, this I want to check out. You know, it was always voice actors and comic books and stuff like that. You know, it's like, well, I know at this point in time, I'm going to be a little tired. So let me go sit in this panel room and also be entertained. And everybody wanted to do the Hasbro panel. Every, you know, everybody wanted to do this, that, and the other. Um, 
but that's the thing that, you know, Hasbro showed up with a game plan and, you know, this, this kind of like perfect, you know, five step thing they had going. Um, but you know, when you're dealing with a bunch of different companies and trying to get them to send you some pictures of some new shit, hoping that, you know, they can, uh, trust you, which TFCon again, like I said, it's the third party convention, um, to, to trust you with, with that information. Like they should be trustworthy with that information. I don't think there have been any leaks that have ever come out of them, uh, even for new stuff. So, I mean, some more love definitely needs to be put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. And panels are already hard to put together to begin with. It, it doesn't matter yeah. what you do. I mean, I mean, I speak from experience. You never, you're, it's a crapshoot on what, kind of panel you want to put on what in what you get as far as uh, applications for it i feel like for transformers cons though like it's pretty simple like it's you know it's it's a formula uh people want to hear the actors they want to you know see talk question interact with the voice actors they want to see new shit and believe it or not like the script readings usually always with the voice actors and other fans that you know auditioned and whatever at the con like those three have usually always been like the kind of top three, like everything else you can kind of, you know, yep. you're, you're here or there with like, even, even the art, you know, panels with like artists and stuff like that, working on a current book or this or that or the other, like transformers conventions. That's pretty much like lockdown. Like that's a formula that you cannot go wrong with as long as you don't derive from it. Um, but anyway, like I, I every year, for the Toronto and for the U.S. shows, even though I don't attend those, I still kind of hope like maybe this is the year they got their shit together. But you know, maybe I mean maybe maybe we'll be surprised. But we, we need to Dalton. Go what's again. one thing? Do what? I think said we need to go again if it's in Chicago next year. I I, I want to go to D.C. but only oh. if the right voice actors are there, and I think I would spend two out of my three days sightseeing in DC and like 30 minutes at the convention. (laughs) Yeah. Like I would, I wouldn't pre-register at all, which I got kind of soured on the, 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 uh, the premium ticket thing from Chicago. Like that was a waste of 50 bucks. So that's, that's neither here nor there though. Um, Dalton, what is one thing you would want to change about the fandom? Definitely the elitist mentality. Wow, I'm attacked right here on my own show. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's whether it comes about those guys over at uh, he's talking about a uh, 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 Baldwin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, when, when it comes to anything, whether it's a brand, third party, or official, I mean, just the just that mentality of oh, this thing is better than this. Don't ever buy this. You're trash if you buy it. Just let people buy what the fuck they want. Damn, now you're attacking Tyler. Not <laughs> attacking me, I think. Dalton, I Dalton nervous. throwing punches at everybody. But no, no, man. Like, like hands. All... <laughs> I'm come out. Hey, you better watch your back. I'm going to come off that couch. But, uh, dude, yeah. Like, I, I definitely get what you're saying, Dalton. Like, there is... I don't think there's as much of it as as there was. But, like, I also see, like, the online fan base kind of dwindling and separating like used to it was you know you had the the three major sites now you've got youtube or not youtube you got facebook groups that really just 
you know, divvied everyone up. You know, you still got a few, you know, I say a few stragglers. You still got plenty of stragglers on the, the fan sites. But now it's like everyone wants to do their conversing in, you know, in Facebook. Uh, and, and it makes sense because now there, there's a group for everyone, no matter what your uh, collecting tastes are. Like, I remember um, uh, Twitter a few years ago, there was a there's there's a group of dudes in the fandom and they're called members only and they have jackets like leather members jackets oh and i think oh they say God. members only and they are high on their own shit uh you know like in that kind of elitist mentality and it's the funniest thing i've ever seen and like they'll tweet back and forth to each other and you know hashtag members only and I honestly, man, I think it's the, it is absolutely, it's, it's adorable. Like I, I think it's cool to have little clicks and little groups and, and whatever, like as long as you're, you know, inclusive, but like, you know, it's like you, you cannot be part of members only if you are not already in members only. Don't talk about members only if you're not in members only, you know, like it's, it's funny, but it's like also that's so, um, but yeah, like, I, like I definitely get it. Have some matching uh, wife beaters uh, <laughs> with mustard stains. Just, uh, just mustard stains <laughs> and like just just enough sweat around the uh, the neck ring, armpit. Yeah, well, no, it's a wife beater, aren't they? Well, then we're right along that ridge between uh, your gut and <laughs> just a little, just show a little skin. Just that line. <laughs> Yeah, of sweat. Of skin. yeah, or the shirt. The shirt's just a little bit too short. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I'm thinking about the line of sweat from slouching over on the couch. Oh, <laughs> it accentuate the mustard stain. <laughs> uh, dude, Josh Fisher. He said, "But do they have magic beaten wives?" <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Man. Hey, dude, you, you really took that too far, man. That oh, shut up, Mike. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> um, I know it. They, they live by the mentality of shut it up or put it down. Uh, you know, I'll be honest. Um, that is probably the most favorite saying I think I've ever uh, invented for this show. <laughs> <laughs> shut it up or put it down. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Animals, kids. Uh <laughs> I know what I just realized I forgot. I know what I realized. One thing I can't stand the fandom, and this goes towards none of us in the podcast, but I think of the, the people who do Transformer reviews and felt like they're owed something and they want about how they didn't get something and somebody else did. I, I'll put my $20 in the jar now. Thank I you feel, very much. I feel, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> Shout, uh, oh, hashtag, no, hashtag company send me free shit. Um, <laughs> no, uh, the dude. I'm always down to take a look at some free stuff. Um, no, no, like I think the the thing that the thing that I would probably change, or, or you know, I, yeah, the thing the thing I would probably change is um the way the word Grail is tossed around. Here we go again. And uh, yep, oh I'm my gonna god, put, I'm gonna put on my elitist panties, and um, it's just like. Like th- there are some things that I, you know, I believe, like th- like I believe in the sanctity of that word. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, it's and it's like a grail isn't just one single piece. Like it can be multiple pieces, but it's not gonna be multiple pieces found in a bar a Walmart bargain bin. <laughs> like it's just not like you may find it in a Goodwill in Cincinnati, but uh, <laughs> yes. And and I understand that may not be a popular opinion, and people can call whatever whatever they want. That's all well and good. That's just one thing I would change. Like it's. It's not the first time I've expressed this opinion on this show, and it most certainly the last. But it's like it's something. It's something that I saw recently. Of uh, got my grail. It was a uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I was like, oh, the Studio series Jetfire. Like, well, no, 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 it wasn't that. Like, this was this was like to, it was either today or last night. Oh, and um, <laughs> all I heard was just Sarah scream, "Hey." <laughs> uh, it, I, 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 can't remember, I can't remember what it was like it wasn't it wasn't anything like like crazy you know and uh i'm just like man i need to stop watering down our probably, word you know what springer. i mean maybe got my holy grill the springer that the targets just won't let off the shelves no i don't yeah like i said i don't know what it was but it was it, it wasn't anything and like don't get me wrong like i'm a i'm a beast wars fan but i appreciate like the real shit too you know, like your metal hawks, your blue batchesses, your, you know, your 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 pristine Minervas, your Grandises, your Metro, you know, like all Kaiser. Yeah, I mean, even well, with I don't think Kaiser would be a Grail, but I mean, like the the real hard to get shit, you know, and and I think for G one stuff, that's always a different uh, ball game than for like g2 and beast wars because a lot of the g2 g1 stuff is just finding it in a pristine condition is monstructor constitutes it yeah you know it's like like your like your g2 minosaurs and even more your g2 defensors like don't mm-hmm. put studio series sideswipe in the same boat don't even put it in the same box as a g2 defensor you know what i mean like just don't <clears throat> Just, just please don't. That's all I'm asking. Have a little, have a little common courtesy. Maybe a green Ramulus near Josh, that box. Uh, Josh asked, uh, "Elitist panties are they silk or lace? They are lace. You should know me." Chantilly what lace. What was the last part hey, you mentioned, Dakota? What last the, part? I, I had a mute for a second. What was the? You're talking about the bo- uh, studio series box. What now? Oh, oh yeah. Like don't don't put a studio series sideswipe in the same box as a as a G two defensor. Is all I was getting at. Uh, oh, I got one more for you. I can't stand the people who, like, I just saw literally. I think yesterday, day before yesterday, they went and bought the Springer, the new Springer, and they returned it with a wheelie in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the I Angry mean, Mike Show. <laughs> That's nuts. Uh, I mean, it's not even a good wheelie. Just <laughs> it was, wow. yeah, it's the GDO wheelie. Jeez. I mean, I, I think a lot of that is just people doing it just to take the picture. Like, I, I don't, I don't think a lot of that's real. I can, I can believe that. Well, I. I believe I think, that I think, I've, I've come across toys like that I think before. twenty. I, I think yeah, I think I think maybe it's like a fifty-fifty thing, but I know a lot of people do like to kind of like joke around and take the picture of like some nonsense, you know, in a box on the pegs. Like I think that's a that's a popular idea, and a lot of people like to see it either to outrage or just to laugh at it. So 
Uh, finally, we have a viewer question. Um, I can't remember who sent it to me, so I'm sorry. Uh, but I think I think this was during the big uh, news week that we had for Robocon, and I just didn't get around to it. I saw it on my phone today. So uh, hopefully whoever asked this question is listening. Uh, what do you think the most difficult season one character would be to make as a masterpiece? And could any of the ones out now be improved upon? Mike. Um, Most difficult season with, one character uh, is a masterpiece. Season one, I would think, would be um, um, Scorpinox. Okay. Do you think I any think of the that, ones that are out now could be improved, like re within reason, improved upon? Uh, Megatron's waist. Oh, you're talking about like the tightness of it? it? Yeah. I got um, Dinobot, I, did, I don't have Dinobot per se, but I knew there were a few issues with that. I thought and there, I there were, but wrong, it wasn't, buddy. it wasn't, it wasn't as widespread as like the what folks are saying is like the loose waist on Megatron. Yeah, I mean, Primal had no issues, Cheetor has no issues. Unless I mean, you got backwards I mean, angles, of course, you know. The, the, <laughs> Chris, hey, hey, yeah, that's a big problem. Chris, Chris just got his hang. Uh, Chris just got his halo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it would be uh, no. I mean, unless you know, covering up some of the kibble a little bit. But besides that, it's okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, Dalton. I think the most difficult one to do right now would probably be pterosaur. Just factoring in the wings into the transformation. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else you know they could do with that. So yeah, that'd definitely be my vote for the hardest one to do. Uh, as far as improving any of the others, I'd say maybe with some of them, loosen up some of the tolerances on the transformation. Like some of that is a little scary to get through. Yeah. No, 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 I'm I'm talking about transformation. Like some of that is still a little scary, even if you are doing it right. Popping primal's uh like butterfly shoulders back yes. into the body. Yeah, dude. It's like you gotta kinda like bend and contort the plastic a little bit to <clears throat> to get a, get them to click back in. So far, like I mess with my prototype more than I do my my regular ones. Um, and Living life on the edge. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Like that's the thing, man. You're gonna spend that kind of money on a on a figure, uh pre production or not, fucking touch it and enjoy it. Like that's just what I live by. Um, but for me, uh, I think that I'm gonna like, like at first I was kind of leaning towards Terrorsaur, but honestly, I think he'll just be another case of Dinobot where a lot of himself will fold up into that torso and he has a pretty tall, uh, character. So mm -hmm. they've got more room to work with. I'm going to say Waspinator. And the reason I do say that is because like the just the proportions all around with the wasp and like getting those bugs essentially collapse into like one tenth of themselves on his arms is going to be, that's going to be wild. And I'm sure they can be fake or whatever. And some of the others can hide around. But it's like, where are you going to hide those like lanky, you know, bug arms? Um, but, I mean, and, they'd probably do what they do with black rack and add some joints to collapse them. It's entirely possible, uh, you know, but I still think that, even just getting an accurate robot mode of Waspinator will will be pretty difficult. Like Pterosaur, I think would just be a straightforward uh, set of accordions in the chest. Um, 
But um, Waspinator, I think, to me, would be uh, one of the more challenging. Uh, Rhinox, to a degree, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, like we all know he's going to have the faux chest, but it's like getting that to, to work and to operate in robot mode how it did in the show. Um, cause that's a big part of his body. Like, yeah, I feel they, like they'd have to like, use some like rubberized material for that possibly, or it's going to be something that's going to be like, uh, it's going to have a fair amount of like panel lines and things like that. So, oh boy, we're never going to hear the end of it. We really won't. But, um, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of my deal as far as improved upon. Um, and it's something that I've noticed with my masterpiece primal that I've, I've messed with more than the other. Um, he's got some of that sort of paint chipping, uh, just from, just from the, the, the oils on your hands, right? Like that, mm-hmm. that digital, uh, digital, uh, paint or print that they put on. Up. Like I, I have noticed a little bit of, and it's, it's, it's mostly on what becomes the robot mode calves. So yep. it's not super, and, and you know, like, that's the part where you're going to kind of pull and feel some sliding resistance from your, from your hands. Right. And mm-hmm. you're going to use your fingers more than you're going to use kind of the rest of your hands. Um, but like, I've, I've just, I've noticed that and it's like, I I wish that they would, as far as improving upon, um, some kind of coding for that or something, you know, like I like that it is all digital print. I do prefer that over sculpted or even just none at all or even paint. Uh, but I wish there was a a better way to seal that, that digital print because it's not holding up to the, the oils in your fingers, uh, well. So, uh, that's, that's the one thing like structurally, I think they're all solid. Like I wouldn't, you know, a lot of people complain about Dinobot having a a thick chest, a thick torso area. Um, I just don't think there's a way within reason to fix that. Um, just cause there's so much that you have to compact to get such a different robot mode for the show compared to the toy. Um, Cheetor, I would say is flawless, uh, Primal as a as a design again flawless. Uh, you know we don't have Black Arachnian in hand, and she does suffer in Spider Mode, but there's just nothing that I see without it being something that just has junk laying off to the side. I just don't see there like I don't see where there's a way to uh, really and truly improve upon that again without either sacrificing uh, completely removable pieces or sacrificing the robot mode altogether, and ultimately. You know, I'm in it for both modes, but I can I can live with the spider that we're getting. But Great. anyways, anything else you guys want to add to our show tonight? We are getting ready to wrap it up. That's the like now forever hold your peace. Great. Brian, it's good for you to pop in. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. That's awesome, man. Uh Mike, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere as Angry Mike. <clears throat> Brian, where can people find you? Um, CFW 2005. All right. <laughs> Dalton, where can people find you? <laughs> Everywhere at Daltonian's TFs. All right. I, of course, am Primal Sabbath. You can find me on Facebook at Primal Sabbath. You can find me on Twitter at Primal Sabbath. Of course, here on YouTube at Primal Sabbath. We also have a Stasis Lock Facebook page. You guys should really check that out. We may be having a giveaway pretty soon, so keep your peepers out on that. Uh, So, without further ado, you can check out a bunch of cool shows on a cool table network. 
such as Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Figga Bangin', Beers and Bolters 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communications, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, and one of my personal favorites, Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater. And a few awesome honorable mentions are the Back and Forth Podcast, the Tedious Podcast Network, where Tyler does everything and anything uh, podcast-related. Blackout and shout-out to the Blackout and Shout crew. Uh, all queued up with my buddy Josh Fisher and his buddy, off the runner, which is in limbo at this point. I wasn't even a part of that. Like I give off the runner away and it dies. Uh, Bed Bath and Bionicle. <laughs> I, I thought I honest to God, I thought I removed Bed Bath and Bionicle from the list. Um, <laughs> Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo with Angry Mike here, and around thirty minutes with our boy Deluxe Baldwin. So thank you all for watching, and y'all have a good night. <laughs>